ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. tonight. Uh, folks, I made it. Uh, yesterday, went through Nashville, made it to Highland, Indiana. I am on ground um, ready for the Men's Deliverance Conference, which is going to be starting tomorrow night. And uh, it's not too late to get out of here, folks. Uh, the Men's Deliverance Conference is going to be at Hegelish Church in Highland, Indiana. It'll be kicking off Thursday night uh, at 7.30 p.m., uh, going all day Friday, Saturday, and then culminating with a final service Sunday morning. And it's going to be a great time in the Lord. Look forward to meeting some of you out there. And there's going to be some great speakers. Um, one of the speakers, Pastor James Mobley, is going to be speaking there, and he's here tonight. Wednesday night, folks, tune in to Omega Man Radio and listen to Pastor James bring a word from the Lord. So uh, we're going to bring him on shortly. And again, if you'd like to get more information on the Conference, Starting tomorrow night, go to hbcdelivers.org. You can get all the information. Uh, the cost, I believe, is just $20. That covers all four days. first night is free. And, uh, folks, it's going to be a great time in the Lord. I'm really looking forward to it. Great time to get deliverance. Um, see deliverance in action. Get some great training and some great fellowship, of course. In fact, I never get any sleep during these conferences. This will be my second one. <laughs> looking forward to it. Well, without further ado, let's get Pastor James on the line. Stand by here. Well, Pastor James, how are you tonight? I'm good, Shannon. How you do, brother? I'm doing. I'm blessed. I praise God. He gave me good traveling mercies and uh, made it. And Pastor James, for people that are new tonight to Omega Man Radio, uh, tell them about uh, your ministry and give out your contact information, please. Well, uh, the name of our church is called Out of Summit Church. Uh, we meet at. 1370 West North Avenue, Merrill's Park, Illinois, 60160. Uh, our services are Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock and on Tuesdays at uh, 7. And the number there you can reach is at 708-446-9745. Praise the Lord. Well, Pastor James, would you open up the program tonight in prayer? Amen. Gracious Father, in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Father, we are so unworthy of all your many blessings that you abundantly poured out on us, O oh God, and especially the grace and your son's blood that was shed on Calvary Cross, O oh God. We would never be worthy, but we thank you that you have made us worthy through our, through our Lord and Savior. 
Father, we call on you for your help tonight. I ask you to pour out your grace, your mercy, your peace, and your love, and pour it out abundantly on us tonight. We ask you, O oh God, to minister to each and every one of the needs. We pray as a sovereign God that you would rule in every one life, over every neighborhood, over city, state, shutting down all the principalities, powers, world rulers, and spiritual wickedness, anything that would interfere, anything that would cause harm to any individual, that you would protect them, O oh God, and place the blood over each and every one. Oh, God, we cry out to you, O oh God, for help tonight, for each and every one that need help, that you will abundantly give help. We pray that every eye and understanding will be open and be filled with the knowledge of your will, that we would know what the hope of your calling is and what the exceeding greatness of the power to us who believe according to the working of that mighty power. We cut off all the darkness. We cut off all the hardness, blindness, and we rebuke and bind all the wicked demons that would interfere in any way. Oh, Lord, we commend every individual in this time to you and to the word of your grace. We pray that you use it, O oh God, to your glory, that everything be done, O oh God, would be uh, done to the glory of the Father. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. Well, Pastor James, the microphone is yours, brother. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, this evening we're going to uh, get ready to go into the word of God. The word of God is... Uh, mentioned so many times, it is so critical and so important in these late times, the so dark, dark world that we're living in. I believe that it's the only light that is going to shine bright enough for us as believers to see our way. And there are so many things that are coming after the believers that are trying to cloud our vision and cause us to get off track. And we need the word of God. It is something that would endure everything that comes our way. That's why we need to build on that good, solid foundation so that when the storms and all the other things come, we will be able to weather it. Tonight we're going to talk about a special charge, a special charge. Uh, charges really mean rules or direction. The Lord has laid down uh, some direction in his word, and we're going to talk about some of them tonight. Uh, in the book of Luke, chapter 16, a verse here we want to read to you. Uh, chapter 16, verse 16 in Luke, he says, The Lord the prophet was unto John, and since that time the kingdom of God is preached, and every man presses into it. we got to press into uh, this way, uh, I assure you that the deliverance ministry is one that the enemy seems to hate above any other. I've been ministering for a long time. The enemy really hates the word. He hates the believers. He hates for God's people to uh, walk in truth and 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 in any era of doctrine. He he just hates it. But I believe the deliverance ministry I've seen more hatred than I had seen anything. Matter of fact, we was praying for some people the last night, and uh, I was praying for a lady on one side of the uh, place where we meet at, another brother was getting deliverance, and he this, this demon that was in this man streamed out with such defiance and stuff and just ordered me to, you shut up. He hates it. So this enemy don't want us to receive this blessing, but the word of God said 
that we got to press our way. In other words, we got to keep pushing our way. So many, uh, I, I believe, they feel that they come and get freedom and they just go on their way and they feel they're okay or whatever, but the enemy won't stop you. The Lord wants you to know you got to keep pushing your way if you're going to get the blessing of deliverance. And it's worth it. I tell you, I found nothing else that really ministered to the needs of God's people like I have the deliverance ministry. Also, it it means to keep pushing ahead with eagerness. Push ahead with eagerness. We need to keep pushing ahead. Also, the Word of God tells us in the book of Acts, if you would, Turn your Bibles if you got them. I just jot these down and read them later in the book of Acts, chapter 14, and verse 19. We're going to start reading that verse 19. And it says, I came to a certain Jew from Antioch and Iconia and who persuaded the people. There was an individual came that was trying to influence God's people and did in an evil way. These are things that we got to be watchful for. Anytime God's people, especially when it comes down to the deliverance ministry and people being brought out and the truth is coming forth so people can be free, the enemy is going to do everything he can to influence God's people, uh, 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 the people that they are influenced, or God's people that are influenced. Having stoned Paul and drew him out of the city, opposing that he had been dead. He got people together and he got them all roused up and they pulled Paul out of the city, and they stoned him. The word of God says, Howbeit as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Durable. We see here that the Lord raised this man of God back up, and I don't use that term lightly uh, much, man of God, because it's been used so loosely. And when they had preached the gospel to that city, that they, they had taught many. They re, they returned unto Lystra and Iconia and Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples, confirming them, making sure they are really rooted and grounded, and ex, exalting them to continue in the faith. The enemy going to do everything he can to pull you away from this faith. He said to continue in the faith. And that we must do much tribulation, much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. Now, this is really talking about deliverance. We won't go into it and explain it all, but he's talking about deliverance. Uh, the kingdom was preached in Luke 16 there, and he said, oh, they go in presses into it, got to keep pressing. And he said that we got to go through some tribulation. The enemy going to put some blocks and cause some problems and I wait to stop him. But the Lord was faithful. He would give us the grace to deal with these things. And uh, uh, I can tell you, after getting freedom for so many years and ministering to others, it's worth it. It's worth every bit of whatever we go through to get the freedom for us and our brothers and sisters and our, and our families. But the Word of God says that we must, through tribulation, enter into the kingdom. In the book of Matthew, and these are some direction. These are charges. He's telling us in Matthew chapter 23, chapter 23 and verse uh, 13, 23 and 13. 
And he said, but woe unto you, strive, and your Pharisees and hypocrites, for you set up the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither go in yourself, neither you suffer others to any. And you got to be careful. Well-meaning brothers and sisters sometimes that really mean well and are honest with thinking they're trying to help will stop individuals that need freedom, individuals that have tried everything and went everywhere trying to get help and found none. But well-meaning sometimes brothers and sisters will stop or try to hinder God's people from getting the help that they need. Verse 15, he said, Warn to you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites, for you compare seas and land to make one proselyte. But when you made him, you make him too full of the child of hell than yourself. Much of the teaching that have come into the church really defiles men, women, boys, and girls that thinking they're getting the right thing. They end up in more trouble sometimes than they were because they're taught against the kingdom of God, the deliverance ministry, and so many other things. And when they get those teaching in them, many times it's hard for them to receive freedom and also to receive the truth. The word of God tells us in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, and the word of God, as the Bible says, is true from the beginning to the end, and every one of his righteous judgments endures forever. In other words, the Lord is not changing. This is not something that happened right back in Jesus' day and now is not needed. We don't have to. We shouldn't wonder whether deliverance ministry is needed because it seems as though things is much worse than it was when Jesus was walking the earth. I don't know, but uh, uh, it, it really seems to be bad from my perspective anyway. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19. This is after Jesus had risen and he had given uh, his disciples those that were following him, those that had been a part of the ministry, those that knew what he stood for, those that knew what he taught, had seen deliverance, and I believe probably got freedom also. He told them to go therefore into all nations, uh, go, go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you, and, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. Now, he sent them forth to make disciples unto him uh, uh, and to uh, reach the law that included all of that. And, and he said to, to observe all things that I commanded you. In other words, take notice. In other words, examine closely. All the things that Jesus has taught in the word of God, he's telling it's disciples, I want you to take notice. I want you to examine all the things that that I have taught you. Everything that I've taught you in the Word, everything that I've done, I want you to examine. And I charge each and every one of you tonight to do exactly what uh, Jesus is telling his disciples, to take, re- take special notice, examine, and study I also mean to keep following and keep practicing what Jesus has done. Now, a third part of that ministry of Jesus, seeing that has been lost, nobody too much want to even be bothered with it, just a few. That is deliverance ministry. But he said, observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. That word command means 
divine direction. I have given divine direction, and I want you to observe this. Also, if you would look in the book of Mark, chapter 16, now these are passages of scriptures many times that I hear leaders when they're preaching, uh, 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 they they go right up to these verses, but they stop just short of them. Uh, in the book of uh, Mark 16 and verse 14, now these were the 12 that the Lord had to rebuke after he had risen. Now, as we before we read this, I, I believe that uh, for those three years, these disciples, they were there and they were with Jesus as he preached the gospel and saw him preach the gospel and saw him minister deliverance to God's people. And also he told them about he was going to die and be risen again and all that stuff. And, 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 and uh, after he had taught them for three years and, saw deliverance for three years and all this, the word of God said, after he appeared unto the eleven, as he said, at meet with me, and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart. After all this time, they were still dealing with unbelief and hardness. Hardness really is pride, hardness. That's, that has to do with pride, and, and because they believe not him which had seen him after he had risen. Now look at what he says here. After he dealt with that situation, in other words, he strongly rebuked them. And verse 15, he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This is his charge. Every creature needs the gospel, the good news, of salvation, healing, and deliverance. He that believeth, and is baptized, shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these sons shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, and they shall speak with new tongues. Now, some believers don't want to have nothing to do with it. They don't feel that that exists. That's nothing that we need to be bothered about today. Many believe that that is all right to cast out a demon, but they just can't receive or can't see how that one can be inside of believers. Uh, uh, Pastor Mike always say many times, he says, you know, it's, it's not that the demons can't be in us, but how can the Lord still be in with all some of the foolishness and ungodly things that goes on in the in the life of the believers and all the filth and whatnot that's in there. Uh, uh, but these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they speak with new tongues, they lay hands on the sick, and they, they recover. I was talking to a cousin of mine a few years. I was taking him somewhere. He's out of a, out of town, and I, he's been a believer for a long time. And I mentioned to him one of the first signs that follows believers should be, in my name, they cast out devils. That's the first sign. You know, but Amen. for many years, that sign has just been passed right on by. They, many of the, the Pentecostal believers, they... They they believe in the tongue. They speak with tongue, and and, and many times out of order and all over the church or whatever. But if you mess with the devil, you has really kind of just gotten out of line, or you has really uh, uh, overstepped boundaries of the word. But these are things that the Lord charged us that uh, in my name they cast out devils, and this is something that every creature, as we read back up there a little bit, this is something that every creature needs to be partaker of. Now, in the book of Psalm 119, it says, 119, verse 
104, he said, through thy precept. In other words, through thy special charges. Precept just means special charge. Rules are direction. Through your precept, through your charges, through your rules are direction. I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. We need to get in the word of God and and, 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 and look at what the word of God says to the point where we develop a hatred for the, for the false way it is needed. Now, not the individuals that are going down the road, but the, in, the individual of the, of the, just the false way, I put it like that, the false way. Because the enemy is doing everything he can to get us to go down the wrong way. And every one of us pretty much know how hard it is to get us to get together with something or someone that we dislike or hate. You know, they got a real problem. Uh, as the Bible said, can two walk together except they agree, and it's even worse to walk with somebody that you dislike. You try to get someone to sit side or uh, uh, really communicate with somebody they uh, really dislike is almost impossible. So we need to uh, get in the word of God and look at the divine direction, study what God's word says, especially about the deliverance ministry and whatnot, to the point that that uh, we hate the false way. And that will develop after we look in God's word and see how the destructive and see how many problems the other way bring and shut men and girls, men, women, boys, and girls off from the truth of the deliverance ministry and stuff that they desperately need. Many will never be able to be the men and women that they need to be the husband and wife and children and, and, and loving brothers and sisters that they need to be without the, the free, without the deliverance minister, freedom that come with it. I've been around church for a long time. I've seen a lot of things, and I've experienced a lot of things, and I know pretty much what goes on in the midst of the church. So we need this, we need this help. The Word of God, in verse 5, he says, the Word is a lamp and a light. God's word is a lamp and a light to my feet and my path, the word of God says. Also, if you would look in the book of Luke, not Luke, uh, Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew 7, verse 13, he said, enter in at the straight gate. This is so important. This is a special charge. Enter in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. When we get out of the way of the word, when we uh, uh, begin to deviate from the word of God, we head down the road of destruction. There's only two pathways, the Bible says. And, you know, there are just so many things has went, has went unchecked and so many problems has come into the believer's life because many has went down the wrong road, especially when it comes down to the deliverance ministry and whatnot. And many go in there, the Bible says. And this is a charge from Jesus. Any uh, end at that straight gate. For why is the gate brought into the way that leadeth to destruction and many follow in? When we follow the Lord Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, we are protected. When we, when we are up under the shadow, as the Bible said, it is the only real hiding place. 
And when we go down the road of destruction, we miss out on that protection. And we need protection. We need a hiding place. I don't care how long you've been serving the Lord. I don't care if you're super Christian, number one. You and I need to be up under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, listen, listen at what happens uh, uh, when destruction comes if we are where we need to be. And the Word of God tells us when we are following God's direction, his charges, we are right where the Lord wants us to be, and that's where we are really protected at. We are at our best at those spots and at those places. Verse uh, 5 in Psalm 91, he said, Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, uh, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that waited at noonday. See, he said, then you won't be afraid. You will be able to survive. You and I will be protected from the destruction that waited at noonday. He said, thousand fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near my dwelling. Don't care how many destructive things come by way. The word of God says, if we're, we're where we need to be, we're following divine, divine direction. We're under the shadow of the Almighty. And he says that we will be protected. In other words, we will not be in a state of ruin, wasted. That's what will happen when we leave God's word and leave out of the pathway that he taught us. We leave that divine direction. We begin to open up that door for destruction, for it to be ruined, to be wasted. Now, also, uh, uh, it's caused by failure to serve the Lord. Destruction can be caused by failure to serve the Lord. Isaiah 60, I believe, a passage of the scripture here. And really, we are serving the Lord. We are right where we need to be when we are following divine direction. Now, when we begin to deviate and turn away from the direction that the Lord has given us, we're going to get in trouble. We're going to get in big trouble, and we are headed down those pathways of destruction which is going down the wrong path, the right path will always lead us to freedom and the blessing that we desperately need. In the book of Isaiah, as I mentioned, chapter 60 and verse 12, he said, For the nation and king, nation and kingdom will not serve, serve shall perish, and those nations shall be utterly wasted. In other words, when we get off track and we ain't really serving the Lord, and that's what has happened in many lives of many believers, well-meaning believers, some well-meaning leaders, of course, they're the false one. They, they are a real problem. But in the lives of God, people where they are really not serving the Lord, there are so many things that have come in that are contrary to God's word that are not according to his precepts, they are not according to his charges. They're just things that man and the demons have brought in. And he's saying, those that will not serve the Lord will be wasted, be ruined, life all messed up. That's really what he's saying. Also, uh, uh, in Psalm 137 is a figurative of 
captivity. That is why I believe so many brothers and sisters has gotten into so many bondages, some right in the church. I have been ministering for a long time, and I have cast out so many spirits in the lives of the believers that they have picked up right in the midst of churches. I had a friend of mine some years ago. He passed on and, and went to be with the Lord. But he was in the church. He was a good man, had a lot of bondage in his life. He was in the church. And when people in the church, the pastor and others maybe would lay hands on him, he would go into the spiritual thing, and he thought there was the spirit of the Lord moving in him, and he would start uh, uh, manifesting, and he thought it, they thought it too, was the spirit of the Lord coming up on him, and he would go through this state of rage. Well, one day he allowed me to minister deliverance to him, and this thing began to manifest, and it was a spirit of murder. This thing would he'd jump around, all running up and down the aisles and hollering, well, others were saying, thank you, Jesus, and praise the Lord. But it was a spirit of murder and had come in early in his life, and somebody he hadn't forgiven, I, he said, this thing began to holler out, kill him. And I said, well, my brother, forgive him. This thing hollered out, don't forgive him, kill him. Now, can you imagine what the Lord must feel Individuals thinking that the Spirit of the Lord is moving in their life and the people around them thinking that the Spirit of the Lord moves and is a spirit of murder. Well, the man told me later after he found out what it was, he said, I noticed when this thing always uh, taken over me like this, when I got through, I was empty. In other words, the Holy Spirit, if it's going to move in our life, it should not leave us empty. It should minister freedom and liberty and, and blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ. But if we go down the wrong road, we end up in destruction. We end up in bondage. Also, as I mentioned, Psalm 137 and verse 3, it says, For thou they shall carry us away captive, required of us a song, and they wasted us, Required of us marriage, saying, sing us, a, sing us one of the songs of Zion. It is a figurative of captivity. Destruction is a figurative of captivity. And if we go the wrong way, if we head down the wrong pathway, if we head down that road, the Bible says it leads to destruction and many go in. For example, that evil way. Uh, uh, that the wrong way, brothers and sisters, there was always many, many more things like followed the wrong way than it was the right one. You remember the ten spies that they were uh, uh, instructed by the uh, uh, leader that the Lord had used to set them free out of Egypt. They had been brought all the way out, blessed beyond anything that I'm sure they could imagine. The Lord made a way out of no way opened up Red Sea and got him out. But after he had gotten out there, they doubted him. And for for different reasons, they would not go in and kick that enemy out of that land that the Lord wanted to give them, which is a picture of deliverance today. It is a picture of what we got to do. We got to go and kick those giants and those enemies out of those lands. Those enemies that they had to deal with, some of them represent pride, some of them represent rebellion, some of them represent trafficking, 
they represent all the things that we have to deal with today. Now, when those 12 spies went out, 10 of them came back with an evil report. What happened, if we'll go there right quick, and those that came out with that evil report, they caused those that needed to go in and should have been going in to stumble. See, this is what we got to be uh, aware of. There are those that are going the wrong way, that are headed down the, the wrong pathway, are there to cause others, the enemy will use them to cause others to stumble. Now, number chapter, number chapter 13, I believe it is. Yeah, number 13, look at verse, uh, Uh, 32, and it says, And they brought up an evil report on the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land though which we had gone to search it is, is a land that eateth up the habitation thereof, and all the people that that saw it are in, the, uh, uh, are in it are men of great stature. In other words, a stumbling block, and they did what they could to discourage. Remember, I read, I believe it's Matthew 23, 13, how that they shut up the king, the door, shut up the, 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 the kingdom of against men. They wouldn't go in and, and wouldn't let the others go in. Well, that problem still exists today. They are those, when we head down the wrong pathway, would not encourage you to go in. Of course, those two, Caleb and Joshua, they said, let's go up at once. The Lord is able. You know, they, they, they call God people to stumble. Well, look at verse 30 in that same chapter. Uh, he says, verse 30, he said, And Caleb steal the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once to possess it, for we are well able. Steal uh, mean to quiet down so that they would be without all the commotion. Brother and sister, watch for these things. Anytime uh, God's people, uh, the Lord is trying to get his people, and godly leaders trying to get them to follow the Lord Jesus Christ to get the freedom that they need, you will find that the enemy will get somebody, and most of the time it's the crowd to start keeping up a lot of commotion. So Joshua and Caleb stealing the people. They got them settled down. They got them quieted down. Got all the commotion stopped. And then they begin to try to encourage them to let's let's go on up here and take this land because the Lord is with us. Now turn over to chapter fourteen. And look what he says here in chapter fourteen uh, uh, of of uh Numbers and look at verse nine. He said, Only rebel not against the Lord. Now you know when we rebel against the Lord, we are in trouble because the Bible says that rebellion is at the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness of iniquity and idolatry. Now, when it comes down to the deliverance ministry, there are many well-meaning leaders, uh, born-again leaders, rebelled, and, and a lot of people rebel, and they are stubborn when it comes down. I don't care how much you show them with the word of God, sir, they are stubborn, they are not yielding. Uh, uh, re only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye peoples of the land, for they are 
bread for us. Remember what he said? Now, they are bread for us. Their defense is departed from them. The Lord is with us. Fear them not. As we go and begin to uh, deal with this ministry and fight and attack the enemy, many will tell you you got to be watchful. You got to be uh, uh, do this. You got to you be careful and all that. And you need to be wise as serpent that the Bible said. But the word of God let us know that the Lord is the one that is going to take away their defense and he's going to break their power and they can be driven out. The Lord tells us that he taught us like, one that had a thought and not as described the Pharisees. But he said, they shall be bread for us. Now, these are charges. Let's go up at once and take this ground because they shall be bread for us. Turn right over to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 15. Matthew 15, and some of you may say, well, why is it that you guys are doing so much teaching about the deliverance ministry, the deliverance ministry, because it ain't been taught about. You know, much of the other stuff been taught about so much or whatever, but this is one thing that is passed right on by. Like I mentioned, when you get down to Mark 16 and, and 17 and that, um, most ministers just skip right on past that. Amen. Preach it, brother. They uh, just, uh, just uh, shut down before they get there. But those verses, those things that Jesus charged us to do are just so important. And without them, brothers and sisters, the problem that we have in our life, men, many of they're just not going away. I've been passing for a long time, and I've dealt with folks that had problems in their life, and they do not go away. If you ain't careful, they get worse. We had a man the other week, he testified, and he said, man, I'm so glad, and told the church, I'm so glad that you guys didn't kick me and my wife and my family out of the church. He said, because when we came, man, we was fussing and fighting every day. Sometimes I had to call the pastor three, two or three times a day and whatnot. And he said, and, and talked about the problem that he had that the Lord corrected, and he done grew and got a lot of deliverance and whatnot, and he did have to call me. They called me sometimes two or three times a day, all time of night and whatnot. But he said, now, so we still have fights, but maybe it's just one a month. Now, from two or three a day, Man, and what not fits a day to, to one a month. That's pretty good, and the Lord is still working on them, you know. But without that, they probably would have still been fighting two or three times a day, sometimes all day or night or whatever, and had all these problems. But the Lord has been driving these things out of their lives and, and, and bringing blessings in their life. Now, in the book of Matthew, chapter 15, the Bible says here, about that bread here, he says, deliverance, really telling us, deliverance is the children of bread. Verse 22, he says, uh, I'm a, uh, Matthew 15, 22, and he said, And behold, a woman, woman of Canaan came out of the same course and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. He said, my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Now, uh, uh, I want to say something here. I, I run into, within the last 30 years, uh, the positive for confession group and whatnot, and many of them mean well. Uh, many of them are born again, uh, uh, brothers and sisters that really mean well, but they uh, has grabbed hold to some things that are really, uh, uh, I believe, it can be detrimental to the believers. You know, they, they, they're they not just going to speak 
uh, about anything wrong in their life, they use positive. In other words, they won't even acknowledge that they got cold. Sometimes they are sick and, and whatnot, but they are going to confess it out, so I don't have a problem. But the Bible said this woman here, and this is one that Jesus commended, said, my, my daughter is grievously vexed. And this is a Bible truth. In order for us to get the help that we need, we got to be honest with the Lord and come and cry out and say, Lord, I got these needs. Will you please help me? And he said, there's grief effect with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, send her away, for she cried after us. This is happening even with his disciples. They, they, they didn't have the compassion that they even needed, heartlessness. You see why we need freedom? Even the 12, they said, send her away. Now, you know, I mean, how can a man or woman that are sensitive to the needs of others, or even to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, can see one that are grievously vexed and cried out, please, Lord, help me, to send her away. Also, selfishness in it. She cries after us. Also, I believe heartness of heart was some heartness was in there. Infinite in there. She cries after us. This next verse and it said, and he answered her, uh, uh, and he answered and said, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, sent for the sheep. He said, then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he, but he said, I'm, it's not meat for me to take the children's bread and give it to dogs. Now, he was talking about deliverance. This child was grievously vexed with his spirit. He said, it's not meat for me to take the children's bread and give it to dogs. Now, he is directing God's people and letting them know that deliverance here is the children's bread. One another part of the scripture said, first, let the children be satisfied. Deliverance is the children's bread. Also, on down in the next verse, and she said, of truth, Lord, yet the dogs get to eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. In other words, he said, what they're getting, what she needs is just crumbs. She don't really need a whole piece of bread. She just needs a few crumbs, and she'll be made whole. That baby will be made whole. That's just how powerful this bread can be. Uh, the Bible tells us that bread strengthens the heart. Or I make the or I make the or I make the face to shine. Now bread will strengthen thy heart. Verse twenty-eight. And then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. But he said, Be it unto thee, even as thy will. And the daughter was made whole. See that persevering faith, brothers and sisters, got the need, got that need taken care. of. The word of God tells us that we, as brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we need that children's bread. These are directions. Those that we run into, the enemy has clouded minds and the false ones will do everything they can to stop us and block us. That way of destruction, these opposition will be in the way to stop God's people from getting the freedom that they desperate need. Now look at the results of going down the wrong way. When they wouldn't go in at that straight gate, when they didn't follow direction, uh, as they didn't follow the direction when they was out there and to go into the promised land, look at what he said happened in Numbers chapter 
14 and 29. He said, your carcasses shall fall in the wilderness, other than a frightful place in a desert, where a fiery serpents and all kinds of other problems were there. And all that was numbered of you according to the according to your whole number from 20 years old and upward, which has murmured against me. Now, he said, because they didn't go in the right path, because they went down that, 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 that broad way, they were going to end up in the wilderness, and they were going to die out there. They never really experienced what it was like to kick the enemy out and live in that promised land that the Lord wanted them to live in. Also, in verse 33, it affects their children. He said, your children will wander in the wilderness for 40 years. Now, when you look at the scripture sometimes and look at what the word of God says about wandering in the wilderness, they got tired, they were bound with chains and iron and all kinds of other stuff, but they had to bear it until they went into the promised land, until those enemies were kicked out, this with the freedom they would never get. So your children would wander in the wilderness for 40 years and bear your holder. I tell you, brother, sister, I've seen, I've seen individuals that did not take care of the problem. They even came around the deliverance ministry and was slow for about getting the freedom that they need, and I've seen curses dropped in the bosom of their children. Some of the same pattern that was in the parent life, you see them go right down in those children, and they end up bearing many times those problems. He said they would wander in the wilderness and bear their hold of their sexual sin until their carcass be wasted, in other words, destroyed, or ruined in the wilderness. They would be destroyed. And the last thing we want, brothers and sisters, none of us, I don't believe, is to uh, uh, be destroyed, and the, and the next thing is to cause out of destruction to uh, go into our children. Uh, men and women, they spent their lives in churches, some of them. You know, I, I, I met uh, another friend of mine, this man. He got down sick after he had been in the church probably 40-some years, and he didn't recognize that he was really, I guess, going, I mean, really wasn't where he needed to be until he really got down sick. And sometimes when people get down sick, they get a chance to cry out to the Lord, and they're alone. Nobody really is around them, and they get a chance to really get along with the Lord. And sometimes the Lord show them things, I believe, many times right there on that deathbed. Well, this man was down for a long time, and he told me one day, he says, you know, I wasted a lot of time. I waste a lot of time in church doing things. But he recognized after he was down on his bed where he never gotten up again, really, stayed there for a lot of, for quite a few months, he told me, said, I don't want to waste now another minute, not now another second, now another day. But 40 years was gone, and there was no way he could get that rectified. The only thing he could do was cry out to the Lord for mercy and whatnot because he recognized that he had spent a lot of time in churches, but not following divine direction, not doing what the Lord wanted him to do. Another lady, this lady had spent probably 50 years in the church and got down sick, and I was talking to her one day, and she told me, she says, I hate I ever went. And she began to talk about some of the problems, but it was too late. You know, after I talked to her a little bit, 
And she said, I'll just leave. I said, well, you get on your knees and you cry to the Lord and allow him to direct you. That's one of the things that I believe in the Lord. If you will allow him, he will direct you to where you need to go. I preached about repentance a few weeks ago, and one of the things he talks about in the book of Jeremiah 3, when God's people repent, when they genuinely repent, he would do a work in their life, and he said, I'll take you to Zion. See, a lot of people trying to get to places where they need to get to, and they're running to places because somebody told them to go, uh, go without repenting, you know, and, and they end up right in another mess, way worse. If you repent and turn around from all the wicked stuff that's in your life and let the Lord do work in your life, and he talks about that in Jeremiah 3, he said, I will take you to Zion. I'll take you down the right path. I'll take you to the place where you need to go. And I give you pastors after my own heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Brothers and sisters, don't estimate this. I'm not saying this because I am a pastor. I, I lead people to the Lord. And I, I don't tell them to come to our place. I tell them, you get down on your knees and genuine crowd to the Lord, and you go where the Lord tells you to go. And, 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 and that's where you serve. But you make sure. You make sure that you go to the right place, that you go Go down the, the straight path. Don't enter down the road of destruction because it is not worth it. Individuals that spend 50 years in places that are out of the way, they are not following divine direction. You know, when we stand before our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we want to be, I'm sure at that time, we're going to be want to be in the will of the Lord. That's going to be the most important thing it is in our life, that we're where we need to be. In, in the sight of Jesus Christ. Now, verse 14 in Matthew chapter 7, he said, Straight is the gate and narrow is the, is the way that leadeth unto life, and few be that it findeth it. Now, he said there is a narrow way that leads to life, and many, I mean, a few that findeth, only a few people find that right way, like Joshua and Caleb, it's just a few. Because there's a crowd running people, it don't mean that it's the right way. For the most part, you're going to find that there was just a few, even with Jesus. I often mention that I pray from time to time. You know, you would think that after Jesus was ministering himself with all that he did, all the miracles and the feeding of 5,000, and all the miracles that had been written, had been written, there wouldn't be room to contain the book. But on, on, up in the upper room, there was just 120. After, after 12 disciples had been preaching, Jesus had been preaching, and the 70 had been preaching. Man, where was the rest of the people? But he said, there's just few in. Now listen at this uh, uh, 15th verse he said, beware. In other words, he's charging them again, beware. In other words, be on God, be careful. This is serious, brothers and sisters. We need to be careful that we don't get into other bondage. Now, I don't want you to be afraid, but I want you to be watchful, as the word of God says. I want you to be careful so that you get on the right track. Don't keep going down roads that are going to end up in destruction. Man, it's so painful to see how many individuals have went down roads of destruction and gotten into place and just picked up more bondage, families have been destroyed, divorces, and all kinds of other stuff because leaders were not teaching people the truth. I've had, heard people say, 
that there are people that they have been under and whatnot, when they find that people that they couldn't control, men or women, they try to separate them and, 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 and push them to get divorces and all kinds of stuff like that. Man, how horrible that is to, to, to end up or hear people that ended up in places like that. He said, beware of false prophets which come to you in cheap clothing, but inward they are raving wolves. Now, brothers and sisters, this is important. He directed us and warning us that there are those that are out there that really don't belong to Jesus. Now, some do belong to Jesus and have been taught this error and whatnot and may act this way, but there are many that just don't belong to Jesus, and he said they are raving. In other words, they are destructive. They are greedy for, good, for food or gain. He said they are like raving wolves. Also, in the book of Luke, now he talks about wolves. Luke 10, verse 1 through uh, 3, I believe, as Jesus said the, 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 seven, the, the, the 12 out, rather, or was it the 70? He sent them out, and he, he told them that the harvest is truly plentiful, but the labor is a few. There are just a few people that are willing to minister to the needs of God's people, to the real needs of the, of the church, the people that really need freedom, and deliverance. You're not going to find it anywhere. You find a lot of promises, but the real thing, you're just not going to find it. I wouldn't care if you could find it in every church. But he said, the wolves, he said, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. In other words, I send you out in the midst of individuals that got characteristics of a wolf. In other words, wolf means dog-related. He says here, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. These are things that be one of the believers. I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Oh, well, we have to be careful because uh, uh, we're going to have some problems out here if you ain't careful, if you get down, go down the wrong, wrong road. And not only if you, if you don't even go down the wrong road, rather, you're going to run into these wolves as you're out ministering are trying to get the freedom and get others free that need free, you're going to run into that, 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 that wolf, or those wolves, uh, uh, wolf spirits, in other words. Now look at in the book of Habakkuk chapter 1. Habakkuk chapter 1 kind of give us a little description of a wolf. He says here, Habakkuk 1 and 8, he talks about here uh, the evening wolves, they are fears. They are fears. Even uh, even wolves. Let's talk about the the horse are also swift. The leopard are more fierce than the even wolves. Wolves are serious. Other words. Well, since we're here, look at uh, this next verse too here. Now he said they are fears. They are they are like the even wolf, which are fears. Verse six. He said, "For lo, I rise of the Chaldeans." that bitter, bitter and hasty nation which shall march through the, bro the, the, the borders of the land to possess the dwelling place, to dwell, to possess that dwelling that, 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 are, that are not theirs, dwelling place that are not theirs. In other words, when you get into the wrong way, brothers and sisters, what he's really saying here, when you get 
around those wolves, they come in and take away the places that are not theirs. Sound familiar? Some years ago in the area here that this man that claimed to be a prophet and that claimed that the Lord was going to come on a certain day, and what he had done now, the people should have known better, but what he had done, he had had all the people to go and sell their prophets and whatnot and give him the proceeds. Uh, that deeds or whatever to the property, and when it didn't happen, uh, when the Lord didn't come back, I think he took out of the back door from what I was told and ended up over in the Bahamas someplace. Took away those people's property. Now, what is he going to do with it if the Lord coming back unless he figured he wasn't going? But he said, they are terrible and dreadful that judgment that the light shall proceed of them of themselves. That dignity shall, shall proceed, proceed of themselves. Other words, he says, they 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 are they are robbers. They are a description of robbers. Also, dogs are a wolf are furious. They are they are defined as the furious. Other words, determined, the furious. Other words, raging, wild, violent. These are some of the attributes that you're going to run into from individuals that are going the wrong way, especially the false prophets. And he said, I send you out as wolves in the midst of them. So when you run into these things, don't be surprised. Many are shocked and many want to throw up their hand because they run into the wrong individual and they're thinking that, hey, this is going on and, and I just throw up my hand. I don't want to be bothered with this. But that are the true individuals, those that are nurtured, those that are cared, those that are there to help. A savage is raving, wild, violent, other words, that fierceness of a, of a wolf. He's savage, he's raging, he's, he's, uh, he's wild, and he's violent. Uh, uh, also, wild means not tame, not restrained, crazy. That's the last thing we need when we're bringing our families, our loved ones in that are vulnerable many times. Many of them are already hurt and wounded that they get into the wrong pathway and end up with leaders that are like wolves, and many are like that. I run into individuals that are fierce. I run into individuals that has no real restraint that will rip and hurt and cut and destroy God's people. Also, savage means cruel, ready to fight. Anytime you run into leaders that are always ready to fight, you need to watch. Because one of the things the Bible tells us that a leader, a godly leader, those that are uh, used by the Lord, possibly and whatnot, they are not to be a contentious. They are not to be a striker. Matter of fact, it disqualifies them. Also, uh, uh, raving means delirious, uh, wandering of the mind, out of one senses. You'll find when you run into this, uh, uh, kind of stuff and go down the wrong pathway, you will find that there are many that are delirious, wandering of the mind, out of one sense. In other words, almost like a mad individual. Also, it means ready to give pain. You see why we need to follow direction, divine direction, because when we get off the right path and go down the wrong path, we end up in destruction. And we run into individuals that end up under individuals that we think are godly men to lead and guide the church, and they are ready to give pain. The light in their suffering, they delight in people's suffering. 
hardness. They are hard-hearted. Many problems. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 and 3, talks about their fears, the spouses of those that are good. There are those individuals, brothers and sisters, that we have to watch out for when the wrong path is presented because they are there and they despise those that are good. In other words, those that really belong to Jesus Christ, those that really want to follow the right way. You know, when, I, when the Lord began to open up my eyes about some things and put me on the pathway to deliverance and whatnot, I, I really couldn't understand why all the attacks, why in the world that the problem was coming from and why it was coming from the individuals, but I recognized later that the Lord was trying to do and getting me ready for a special work here, and the enemy was doing everything he could to stop it, and you run into these type of things. Don't be disturbed. Don't stop. Don't think that you're crazy. Don't think that you're on the right, the wrong path. He talked about those are fears, and they despise those that are good. They despise those that are good. Second Timothy 3, he talks about the other. Without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, and countless fears. With fears, and they have a despise for those that are good. You're going to find it more and more as we go into the last days. Now, uh, uh, also, he mentioned about raven again. In other words, is the description of the false prophet. He said, talks about, uh, if you wish, go and turn to uh, Second Peter. He says, talks about people are being misled, brothers and sisters, uh, by the wrong way or the wrong one, and they are being destroyed. They are being destroyed. They are turned away from the truth, or they distort the truth. Uh, they are described as doomed and going into destruction. And the last place we need to be, brothers and sisters, as believers, to end up any worse than what we are. Now, there are people that I know that have come to the ministry that talks about the thing that they gotten into, they end up in much worse shape than they were before they even went to some of these places. In Second Peter chapter 2, now, if I'm going to end up worse than I was before I went, you can see why I need to follow divine direction. You know, you can see why I need to develop a hatred for the wrong way so that I don't end up in that way. So when I see it and recognize it, I will get as far as I can away from that. Second Peter chapter 2, he says, verse 1, but as that was false prophet also among the people, and it's the folks that be talking about going down the wrong way, even as there shall be false teachers among you who shall privately bring in damnable. Other words, disastable, outrageous, abundable. He said they will bring damnable, disaster for heresy, outrageous things, things that are abomination, declared to be bad. The Lord declare that teaching to be bad. Even the nine, the Lord that brought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, and by the reason of whom the way of the truth shall be evil spoken of. Uh, uh, pernicious means causing great harm. Now, our Lord and our God loves us beyond anything that we can begin to imagine 
And the last thing you want for someone that you love to go down a pathway that is going to cause them great harm. That's why we need to be a watchful. That's why we need to uh, listen at those charges. Uh, great harm. Uh, also, it means we'll destroy or ruin or damage. Great harm or damage or ruin the lives of God's people. He says, through covetousness, they should with friends would make merchandise of you, whose judgment now is a long time lineage not, and their damnation slum is not. In other words, he said they are covetousness. You find that there are a lot of covetousness. We'll deal with that maybe in a few minutes if we have enough time. Also, in verse 9, he tells us, we just dropped for time's sake, the Lord know how to deliver the God out of temptation to reserve the unjust to the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walketh after flesh, after flesh, in the lust of uncleanness, despised government, presumption of they, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignity. In other words, they are driven by, the Bible says, self-willed. Uh, they driven by self-willed. Even the angel, verse 11, a great empowerment and might bring not a railing accusation against them before the Lord. These are brute beasts made to be partaken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not, and are utterly perish in their own corruption. In other words, the Bible is saying, brothers and sisters, that they're going to perish in their own corruption and shall receive the one of unrighteousness as they counted pleasure to ride in daytime, spots of they blemishes, exposing themselves with their own deceiving while they feast with, with, with you. Having eyes full of dirt and cannot see some sin, beguiling their unstable soul, hard exercise, hard they have exercise with covetous, they are covetous again, practice cursed children. In other words, their very lifestyle shows that they are under a curse. In other words, they entice to stay unstable souls. In other words, when he talks about in verse 10, he said they are slanders. They are bold slander. They become real bold, and they slander. These are some of the attributes of individuals that are going the wrong way. They are just slander. Now, I'm not talking about individuals that are standing up for the truth, exposing false doctrine as it was done throughout the Scripture by Paul and so many others when false doctrine came in, uh, whatever, they, they stood up and they dealt with that stuff. They exposed it and let the truth stood so God people would know which way to go. But they would be driven by self-will. They are bold slender. They are not uh, afraid to speak evil of dignity. They are not uh, afraid to speak evil of dignity. In other words, those that are worthy of honor and esteem. You get none from those. Matter of fact, they're gonna they're gonna do everything they can to slander those that are moving according to God's word. Also, here I mentioned here, he said they are covetous, they wonder, in other words, they're out of the way, and that's caused many other problems. Uh, uh, they're like Balaam, uh, verse fifteen. Balaam went right for the reward. That's that's just the bottom line. We just leave that there. He he went for that money, and he said. Also, in verse 18, he said, talks about uh, 18 through 20, he said, they speak great, they speak great swelling words of vanity. 
They are lured through the lust of the flesh. Their, their work and everything is done it is allured through the works of the flesh. Lured through the, through the lust of the flesh. The last thing that we need a part of in our life or need more of, the lust of the flesh. Through much wantonness, those that are clean escape from those that live in error. In other words, they, 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 they really do everything they can to grab hope to people that really are new converts and whatnot, and they try to pull them off. New converts, if you got godly leaders and you're under good godly leaders or in good solid churches with deliverance and stuff, don't allow anybody to manipulate you. I don't care how much revelation, how much they prophesy, how much they fall out, how much they jump, how much they twitch or whatever to pull you away. Because the Bible talks about they 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 prey on the 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 the, the newly believers. They are slick talkers and they are able to talk slick enough for for the un, for the new believers uh, not to be able to recognize many has been pulled away. You can also watch around meetings many times and tell who they are. They use a group right together. Uh, 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 also. Uh, they always end up worse in verse 20. We won't go there for time's sake. They, the end of it end up worse. They end up worse and, and in a helpless a trap. People, that's where they end up at. They're like dogs and pigs. They end up right back in the same bondage. The Bible says in, 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 in Matthew 7, 16, he said, you will know them by their fruit. It said, uh, can man uh, do uh, you gather grapes off thistles and, and figs off thistles? Don't worry, brothers and sisters, I don't have time to go there now, but I mentioned this a little bit about the throne. You know, if we don't confess our sin and repent and get on the right track and whatnot, you know, our life or what's inside our heart become like thrones and nothing grows. Well, the very message, the atmosphere, everything that comes from the wrong way and the false prophet is just like throne. And the throne, the Bible said, choked the word, is a, is a type of demon when we don't drive them out, the Bible says they become pricked and thrown. The last thing we need is more problem in our life and something that is going to choke the blessing and the word out and stuff that we desperately need. They plot against those and they that won't go along with them or stand for the truth. The Bible says in Ezekiel 22, verse 25, uh, verse 25, he said, there's a conspiracy among her prophecy, her prophets. That is a conspiracy. Or what they, they they plot secretly to commit wrong acts. Just like they got this got the people together and stone Paul. Uh, um, unfortunately, today they can't get away with stuff like that. But many are, are angry enough after believers that they would really stone them. Lord showed me a vision of some individuals that had been trying to stop the ministry and block it for years. And I wondered why the why the vision at first, but after the Lord showed it to me, I, the problem really just came on out. I was talking to this one individual in this vision, and because they couldn't just 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 persuade me or uh, or uh, 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 frighten me to just take down and and leave the ministry and stuff alone and take down and whatnot, uh, the one individual rushed up on the vision, rushed up on his arm and had a holster up under there, and he, like he was going to pull it out to shoot me. Well, another individual that I knew walked out of the back. I didn't even know he was back there. And in the vision, 
uh, the next individual, now these are supposed to be ministers, but in the vision they were so angry and whatnot, and the next one walked out, and he told the in, told the one that had the holster, said, go ahead on and kill the MF. Now, this was a vision, but the, but the hatred and stuff was right there. Uh, he said there is a conspiracy in the midst. Uh, 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 just like Joseph, Joseph brothers in Genesis 37, verse 18 through 20, when Joseph had seen that vision and whatnot, the, the whatnot, they, they was ready to kill him, his own brother. Thank God that Reuben, I believe it was, stood up and, and, and interceded for him. You know, planning with others to do something wrong. These are some of the things that you're going to face if you go down the wrong way or get in the wrong wrong place or whatever. You can face these things, especially when your eyes begin to come open or the Lord want to bring you out. They are vicious sinners, in other words, many of them. Uh, 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 that, that's just the bottom line. In the midst, the Bible says, that is raving round, raving the prey. They're like raving round. They are. Devouring souls. They have devoured souls. They prayed and they have devoured souls. They have taken the treasury. What treasury really means, found the money one owns. But it says that every individual has the obligation from the Lord to support his work, to do uh, uh, what they need to do as right before the Lord. But the, the body of Christ has been ripped off because they have went the wrong way. Individuals have become billionaires, and they still can't get enough. Individuals got planes, and they're doing all kinds of different things, living in mansions and stuff like that, and just living on poor people and whatnot. Now, it's right that you support the ministry and whatnot, but he's he talking about the wrong way what happened. They find the trade. They find the money that folks own. And I tell you, if you've been around the, the body of Christ, they're finding the money. They're getting this from somewhere. And precious thing, they have made many widows in the midst thereof. Uh, Deviling souls. In other words, by flattering sinners into a false peace. They tell them, let's peace, peace, when there's no peace. They violate God's law. They taught others to do so. That is a real problem right in the midst of God's people. Now, Stevenson also was one of them. The Bible said in Acts chapter 6, chapter uh, 6, verse 10 through 13, when Philip preached and were full of the Holy Ghost down there and preached that wisdom and that the Lord used to him, they couldn't resist it. They got liars. They got perjured. They got individuals, brothers and sisters, to lie on him and whatnot. They got individuals to, to lie on him. And, and, and got a godly man of visitless stone to death, stone to death and tears. Now, if you're one of them, if you are bound up with the same bondage that they're bound up and standing up for the lies and the truth and whatnot, you, you're not going to be a problem. But I dare the Lord to open up your eyes concerning that garbage and whatnot, concerning the problem that goes on in there, and, and see what's going to happen. You're going to be attacked, as the scripture said, by those vicious uh, worlds and whatnot. Now, the Bible said, Philip, after he preached, they got subordinate men, one that's induced to give false testimony. 
They will find those that induce to give false testimony in verse 11 in Acts chapter 6. He said, made subject are dependent on. They always got people to the place, get people in there to the point where they are dependent on them. Well, godly leaders don't want people dependent on them. They want people dependent on the Lord Jesus Christ. They are pointing you to the Lord Jesus Christ. Dr. Mike always said, so that you can hold on to my hand until you can grab Jesus or hold on to me until you can see Jesus, then you turn me loose and then you go with Jesus, which is a good picture. This is what godly leaders do. Godly leaders want you connected to Jesus, not themselves. Also, the Bible says in verse 12, they stir up the people. They get people affected, are strongly extracted. They get them all going. They stir them up, get them going. Affect stormy. In other words, get them all excited like a storm. They get them going. Stir up the people. Anybody you see going around, brothers and sisters, trying to get people stirred up in the church, stay away from them because it is contrary to God's word. The Lord don't want his people all stirred up. He wants his people self-lined and walking in peace. Intolerant, purges, it means. They are purges. No care. Uh, 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 uh. No judge inside. They are not fair. They are not honest. They are not, they, they, they are not just. Also, their friends are spreading false reports about a person. You know, that's what they did. Meant to spread false reports. That's what they did, and this is what will happen if we get caught up in these places. The Bible says, also in Ezekiel, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 22 and verse 26, he said they violate God's law. They, 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 they profane the holy thing. In other words, they have no... Regard, they disregard for the holy thing, the thing that is dear to the Lord. There's a total disregard for this. Things had decayed. They, they, they were not worthy of getting a message from God, but they're always saying the Lord has said. But since I've heard more about what the Lord said in the last 30 years of my life, than anything else. It's always folk got a message from the Lord, but it's, it's contrary to God's word. God has said, but in the lifestyle, the word of God teaches us that they are not even worthy of getting a message from God. They're going down the wrong way, but always saying, now the Lord do speak to his people through prophecy and many other things that, brother and sister, those that get messages from the Lord, they're not getting messages at the drop of the head. And every time you look, the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said. Especially when it's contrary to God's word. If the Lord speaks to us, it is according to God's word. It never violates Bible. They put no difference between the holy and profane. Neither, neither should they put neither they put a difference between the unclean and clean. They hear their eyes from the Sabbath. He's an profane among them. A description of it, brothers and sisters. God's word tells us. Esau, he sold, in Hebrew 12, 16, he sold his birthright. He didn't really care for, for, a month, for, for just a bowl of soup, pretty much. The Bible tells us in 1 Timothy 6, 20, that we are to guard the truth. In other words, we are to stand God for the truth. These individuals that he is talking about here, brothers and sisters, they're they going for the money. They're covetous. 
And the Bible tells us that in the book of First Timothy chapter 6, he tells us that we ought to we ought to really run from those individuals, the Bible says. We ought to run, not just walk away, but we ought to run away from those individuals that are covetous. We, we need to just run. They're vain babblers, the Bible says. They're vain babblers. He said we're not to imitate their evil ways and, 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 and the stuff that are going on. This wisdom, he said, don't come from up above. It, 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 we, we really need to just just run from it. Let me, let me read this in the book of Timothy. A lot of believers have been pulled into this stuff, the covetousness and whatnot, and they are bringing disaster upon God's people. They are ripping them off for all that they have sometimes. First Timothy chapter 6, look at what he says here. This is serious. We're going to be cutting off in just a minute here. Just a minute here. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 6, I mean 1 Timothy 6, I'm sorry. Look at what the word of God says here. See why we need divine direction. See why we need the word of God so that we won't get caught up in this trap. He said, if any man, verse 3, if any man teach otherwise and consent not to the wholesome word, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the doctrine which is according to godliness, godliness. They are proud. In other words, pride is in the way, and that is going to bring destruction. Knowing nothing. In other words, they're ignorant. But doting about questions where, where strife, a word whereof coming envy, strife, railing, evil surmising. Individuals are uh, caught up in pride, and they don't know anything, he said. Uh-uh. They are strife, and they are doting about strife and questions where coming envy, and strife and railing, and evil surmising. Also, perverse disputing of men of corrupt mind, destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is gotten from such withdrawals. He said, there is no truth. Stay away. It is not true. Supposing that gain is godliness from such withdrawals yourself, but, but, with, but godliness with content is great gain. When you are living godly and living content with that, the Lord's going to take care of your needs. He says, that is great gain. But we brought nothing in this world, and so you're going to carry nothing out of having food and raiment that are there with be content. For they that will be rich will fall into temptation and a snare. They are caught in a snare. And men foolish hurt for love, which drown men in destruction and perdition. In other words, this, this prosperity or all this prosperity that has been coming into the church. Now, the Lord will prosper and bless his people when one repents and gets their life straightened out, but he's not going to make all of us millionaires, people. It's not Bible. He says, those that are rich fall into temptation and stat, and many foolish and hurtful lusts which, which drown men and destruction and perdition. In other words, drown them in the Antichrist. Perdition means the Antichrist. That system of the Antichrist, destruction, that road that leads to destruction. For the love of money is the root of all evil, while some covered after they have erred from the faith. They have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. A lot of people are sorry. Many sorrows have come in. But thou, old man of God, free these things, Father, after righteousness, godliness, love, patience, meekness, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, where until thou art called and profess their good profession before many witnesses. Listen at this next verse. I give thee charge in the sight of God, who quickens all things before before Jesus Christ and Pastor Pilate, uh, witness a good profession, 
that thou keep this commandment without rebukable unto the appearance of Jesus Christ. He said, I don't even want to have to rebuke you about this error. That's how many problems it brings. That's why the Lord wants us to follow the line directed, so that we don't get destroyed down these roads, so that our leaders don't destroy us with things that are contrary to the word of God. The Bible says her princess is like the, uh, 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 in Ezekiel 22, 27, he said, princess, in the midst they are like wolves. They're raving to pray. They shed blood. They destroy souls to get this honest gain, to get this honest gain. The prophets had died with untempered motor, the Bible said. In other words, lack of real value, worthless. They're vanity. They're empty, worthless. Pleasure display. Uh, uh, much pride one uh, in one uh, ability. You know, these are the problems. They 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 see in vanity, divining lies unto them, saying, said, saying, thus said the Lord when the Lord has not even spoken. A people of the land has used oppression, they exercise robbery, in other words, they are thieves, and have vexed the poor and the needy, yea. They oppress, they oppress the strangers wrongly. Real problem, brothers and sisters. Unjust, hardship, burden, heavy worries. The enemy has used these things. I'm going to have to cut off if we want to use some time for prayer. Ain't through, but there's a lot of other things, and I don't know, maybe one of these days the Lord will allow me to finish. I never want to be out of the will of the Lord. When I'm when I'm ministering, I acknowledge the Lord and try to find direction. There's no way I would dare preach anything else if I felt the Lord was leading me to preach a message and whatnot. But brothers and sisters, this is serious. The enemy wants us to get as want to get us as far away from the divine direction of the Lord Jesus Christ as He can. He don't want us to follow that path of deliverance. He wants to go down the wrong path, which is going to cause a lot of destruction, going to cause a lot of problems. That's why people have been ripped off with their monies, and a lot of other problems has come in. As he talks about in Timothy, uh, 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 they prey on the women also. They, they, they let them in sin, and women get hurt and get in a lot of problems. Children are getting hurt, a lot of problems. They are dumb dogs. They don't watch. They, they don't bob. There are many other problems. Everyone look to the game, brothers and sisters. They're looking for what they can get out of it. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to quit. That's a true word I tonight, I, Pastor. I, I wish I had time to, to preach the other because there's so much. And only the word of God, brothers and sisters, is going to shine bright enough, as I said, to show this stuff and its need to be shown up. I'm not here. This is not slander. This is what the word of God says. And a part of my job as a pastor, to guard the sheep and also to preach the truth of God's word. Please, brothers and sisters, you get time, get in the word, search it out as the Berean Christians did, see whether these things are so. Get on your knees and pray and fast and find out where the Lord wants you to go so that you can get yourself up out of these places that are bringing destruction on your life and your family's life so that things can begin to get straightened out. At Hegwish, at Gotham, and the branches, and these churches that have been in deliverance, I've seen people that have come there, and I call out, they'll come, and I'm sure others that maybe, you know, doing deliverances and whatnot, too. 
lie that was in a mess, and they had been in that mess for years, and there was no change. But when they got godly leaders that cared for them, they learned how to trust again. They learned how to follow Jesus and learn how to get help and help others, and life has been turned around, and that is real, real godly change, and that's what we need. Amen. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to uh, Mega Man Radio. We have Pastor James Mobley on tonight. Pastor James, give out your contact information, please. Name of our church is called Out Assembly Church. We meet at 1370 West North Avenue, Merrill's Park, Illinois. It's about 10 miles west of Chicago. Uh, uh, um, the time of our services is uh, 11 a.m. on Sundays and 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. Uh number that we can be reached at is 708-446-9745. And we do uh, praise, praise the Lord every service. Praise the Lord. Folks, I would encourage you to uh, get in contact with Pastor Mobley, get out to his church, support his ministry. This is a true man of God tonight, and we're going to take your calls. I'm going to take just a short break, a uh, three- or four-minute break, uh, allow everyone to stretch their legs, and then we're going to be back and take a couple calls. If you'd like to talk to the pastor, his number is 917 917- Eight eight nine two seven four five. Call the number and we'll patch you through. And uh, we'll be right back after this short break. Are you ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and tune in each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific to the Omega Man Radio Network with your host, Shannon Ray Davis. Omega Man Radio is taking enemy territory for Jesus Christ, Yahshua preaching the gospel of the Messiah, and ministering in deliverance and miracle healing. Add some great guest interviews, and you have the recipe for fresh oil for the airwaves. Tune in at OmegaManRadio.com. And I said before, if you want to find a lot of demons, go to church. There you can be sure you'll find a bunch. They're roosting all over God's people. They're binding them down. They're choking them off. And somebody has to care because people are bound. And if it isn't the chosen of God, I don't know who's going to care. If it isn't those whom God has called out, if they don't care enough to lay their lives on the line, I don't know who's going to do it. As the sad scripture says, I looked for a man and I found none. God looked for a man. He couldn't find anybody. Everybody was doing their own thing. God is calling a people to war, all-out war, a war in which no quarter is given and no quarter is asked. The order of the day remains, attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order. All right, and we're back with Omega Man Radio. We're taking your calls now. To call in tonight, the number is 917-889-2745. And let's get Pastor Mobley on the line. Pastor James, do I have you back? Yes. Praise the Lord. We're going to go to our first caller. Uh, We're going to go to caller from 404 area code. I believe that's Atlanta area. Caller, you're on the air with uh, Pastor Mobley. Um, Good evening, men of God. I really enjoyed um, just the teaching on Pastor James. Would you just read... Teacher, uh, telephone number slowly for me, please. Uh, the telephone number is seven zero eight 
646-946-9745. Okay. Thank you. Um, this is Ralph. I was just calling for prayer um, uh, for two things, for direction and guidance. And if mm-hmm. you could pray, um, and also you could pray, uh, God could just break any um, break any curses off my life so I can move forward and do what he's calling me to do. Break, uh, uh, just kind of breaking up. Break any what now in your life, ma'am? Any curses, any hindrance, anything, you know, especially finances. All right. I've been, okay. you know, I've been losing for employment as well. Okay. Praise the Lord. Is there any others you want to do them all at once, or you want to just pray for her, Shannon? What do you want to do? You know, we do. We got time. You can go ahead and pray for the sister, brother. Precious Father, we thank you for the precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We come to you, O oh God, as a sovereign God, and we ask you to rule in my sister's life. Father, your words say that. We are to call on you for help. In the day of trouble, you would help, you would answer, and you would deliver. Oh, God, she will cry out to you for the help that she needs. Father, we just ask you in Jesus' name, forgive any ancestors' sin, any curses that have been placed upon her life, any evil that has been called down on her life by witches, by ungodly leaders, by anybody, oh, God, that has been in authority over her as it may be teachers or I mean, it may be anybody on job for anything, oh, God, that has spoken curses, uh, anybody that has prayed the wrong way for her and this evil are attacking her. We just pray that every curse, every hit, every vex, every spell, every jig, every psychic power, bewitchment, any spoken curses or anything, we break it in Jesus' name. And this is not done by our power, by our authority, but by the authority that the Lord has given to tread upon serpents, scorpions, and over all of the power of the enemy. We break every one of these yokes. We confess ancestor sins back to Adam and Eve on both sides of the family. Anything that is affecting her life, we break it off according to God's word because Jesus has become a curse for her. He has blotted out the ordinance of handwriting against her and nailed him to the cross. And we break those curses. We break those hexes. We break those vexes. And if there's just any spirits in there that need to come out, Father, we ask you to now drive those spirits out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Help her to forgive all those that have hurt her, disappointed her uh, in any kind of way, oh, God. Help her to forgive those. And, oh, God, we ask you also to shine light and help her to confess anything that she touched in the cup and anything, Father, and show her and lead her and guide her in Jesus Christ's name. Break this power. And we ask you, O oh God, to lead her into truth, O oh God. Lead her and guide her and protect her and help her not to get snared, but follow your truth, O oh God, in this plain path, O oh God, so that she can get the freedom and stuff that she needs in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank Praise you. the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you, sister, for calling in tonight. Thank you. God bless you. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the next caller, caller from area code 502. And But before we do, if you'd like to talk to Pastor James tonight, you can call in at 917-889-2745. Or we have a toll-free number. It's 877-806-2482. All right, let's go to the next caller. 
area code 502. You're on the air with the Pastor Mobley. Um, yes, I'm calling because I had called in before. Um, my home has been infested with spirits, but um, I thank God that um, I've gotten some deliverance from demonic attack. But tonight, um, something was sent into my house and to me that had attacked me, and it got very, very violent with me. And I was wondering if you could uh, pray for me and my home for uh, a hedge of protection. Sure. Sure, most definitely. Gracious Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father, your word is to the angel of the Lord and count round about those that fear you to deliver. We pray, O oh God, that you send the angels of the Lord, even the hunted of the Lord in all the places, to drive out all the wicked spirit. We rebuke and bind the strong man over that neighborhood, over the city and state, every wicked spirit that attacking this woman and her household we rebuke you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, as a matter of fact, we ask you in Jesus' name to rebuke those spirits. Father, your words say one rebuke from the Father. All that, all that willingness will dry up, all that water will dry up and become a willing. Let everything that these enemies are holding on to be, de- be destroyed. We rebuke you and we command you to loose your hope. By the authority and name of Jesus Christ, you cannot hurt her, you cannot talk. We take away every legal right. She belongs to Jesus Christ. Father, any legal rights, any demons, or anything that claim legal rights, we break their power. We ask you in the name of Jesus Christ to let the angel of your presence go in there, O oh God, and fight for my sister, O oh God. We pray that walls of fire will be put over her house, in her house, around her house, lights of, of, of the Shekinah glory of the Lord Jesus Christ and darkness that stood between the enemies when they was coming through the Red Sea, Father, so that they can't get through to her in any way. Shut this stuff down. Let your presence dwell in this place so these demons cannot operate. We bind you, and we loose her and her household from any of these attacks in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Oh, thank you. Thank you for praying for me and my family. God bless you, and um, I just thank you. God bless you, and you both have a blessed night. Bye-bye. Thank you, sister, for calling in. And Lord bless you. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio, and we have Pastor James Mobley on tonight. If you would like to uh, speak to the pastor, we've got open lines, 917-889-2745. Pastor James, um, give us a little bit of testimony. How did you get into deliverance? How long have you been into the ministry? No, uh, 30-some <laughs> years now. Wow. Over 30, over 30 years now. 30-some years, and oh, man, I have to count the years, but it's been over 30 years, or 30-some years, yeah. What was your first experience so I, uh, with deliverance so that you saw the reality of the spirit world? Well, uh, uh, again, as I was growing up in church, uh, I didn't recognize that what it was at that time, really. Uh, that was time when people would uh, get around individuals, and they would be praying, and... and uh, singing hymns and whatnot, and there's sometimes demon would manifest. I didn't know that's what they were then, and people would start slobbing at the mouth and whatnot, and they called it purging. Well, I, I didn't know that's what was okay. happening, but uh, later on in years, uh, uh, after being brought up in church and stuff, they had told us that if anybody would backslide, uh, that would be seven more spirits going into them. Well, years later, as I began to read that verse, 
And the word of God tells us clearly that we have a father over the spirit. And I recognize that those that was backslidden had went back into the world, I could cast those spirits out. And I started casting them out, and eventually the Lord showed me after I began to pastor uh, uh, about uh, the believers, the believers that was uh uh, coming to church, and I believe in preaching the word of God with all that I had and all that I could. And there were people that would come and tell me, say, listen, I'm having a problem out of this or that. And I said, well, the word of God says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. Something is missing here. You must have didn't mean what you said when you uh, accepted Jesus, so I'd get them saved again. Well, uh, uh, somewhere you missed it. You really didn't get born again with those problems in your life and uh, kept getting them saved over and over again. And next week or so they came and they said, listen, I'm still having problems. Matter of fact, one brother told me, he's he's uh, one of our white brothers, he told me, said, "Uh, uh, I done prayed and I done fast and I done confessed and I'm blue in the face. And I'm still having these problems. Well, I'm wondering what's going on. I'm getting more uh, 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 confused, and they are getting confused because ain't nothing really changing. And one day the Lord spoke to me, said, you're not doing your job. So Philip went down to Samaria and he preached Christ unto the people, and the unclean spirits cried out with loud voices, and they came out. So you're trying to get people to live holy and godly without getting them free. Amen. And he showed me back over, back over in the Old Testament, how that when they came out, when they delivered them out of Egypt, they had to go in and dry that stuff out, which is a picture of what we do today. And we start doing deliverance on everybody then and and, and, and been doing it ever since. Well, praise the Lord. Uh, a question we get asked a lot of times, Pastor James, is what do you do if a person doesn't know Jesus as a personal Savior, yet uh, you're definitely demonized? Uh, is there anything you can do for them? Um, well, if they'll do it, what well, would you we do? can pray over them. We can pray over them and bind and loose over them and pray that the Lord would uh, uh, bind the gods of this world and that the glorious gospel would shine in so that they'd accept Jesus and whatnot. But the, the first thing one needs to do if they don't know Jesus to really get help, really get, I, I, I'm not sure whether you're going to really get any demons out of individuals that are not born again because those demons just hang in there even sometimes with people that are born again. But uh, uh, if you were able to get one out, they'd come right back anyway. But the first thing you need right. to do is get them saved. Actually, if they will, are willing to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they are uh, uh, ready then to receive deliverance. Because he says in the Word, this is the children's bread. He comes for the lost sheep, those that have got lost. This Amen to that. The bread. They need to be born again. Yes, indeed, because uh, if you were to cast them out and they're not a believer in Jesus Christ, they're just going to go out and find seven times more and mm-hmm. uh, come back in, and the end state's going to be worse than the first. So, yeah, um, deliverance is the children's bread. Well, we've got uh, another caller, area code 732. 732, you're on the air with Pastor James Mobley. Yes, hi, good evening, Pastor Mobley. Um, I've been listening to you for a while now, and um, I decided to call tonight. Um, mm. I'm asking for prayer tonight uh, concerning fear and anxiety issues that I'm having. Okay. Um, I, I've been through some things in my childhood, and I'm always trying to figure out 
why I'm having these issues and I was not in a good position when I was a little girl. Um, I was abused, um, molested in some kind of way, and um, I was wondering if that was it. But now that I'm listening to you for the past couple programs here, I see that um, it's much deeper than that. So I'm asking for prayer tonight concerning that. Most definitely. We'll pray for you. Uh, You know, uh, the problem that you're having it is not something that is just an isolated problem. There are many individuals that have been hurt and wounded wounded and abused and whatnot. That's why Jesus came to heal the broken heart, to undo the heavy burden, to let go those that have been abused and hurt and wounded and whatnot. The Lord can and will and is ready to help you. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes we are not able to get uh, you... Uh, all the help that you need because sometimes these kingdoms are, are, are really planted deep and there's teachings and stuff that needed to get to the bottom of it. But I want to encourage you, don't let nothing stop you. You get to the ministries that are really doing deliverance. And if you uh, uh, know anyone that's around there in the area where you're at doing real deliverance, don't go to the false stuff because you get get in more trouble, they'll prey on you and cause you more problems and cause hopelessness in your life and all that stuff. But get to the real ministries and they will help you and the Lord will begin to untangle you and get you up out of that mess and make you whole so that you can be the woman that the Lord wants you to be. Yeah. And he can and willing and able to do exactly that. Okay. Amen. Amen. Now, the fears and all that stuff, that's just some of the abundance that are in there. There are, there are a lot of abundances in there, hurts, wounds, and isolations, and shame, and all kinds of stuff that comes into an individual that has been abused and whatnot. But we will pray uh, uh, for you. Have you ever been through any deliverance before? I've been to some deliverance church, and... Um just like what you say, I don't know which ones are the, the okay. true deliverance ministries and and whatever. So, well, well, I I I can only speak for the places that I know, and this is serious with me and been serious for a long time. Uh, uh, there's just no way I would take my family, a loved one, in places because it's just too dangerous. That that the Lord didn't lead me to, and then I would watch and make sure that they are following divine direction themselves because they yeah. have just too many problems. Uh, but uh, I don't know where you're, where you're, what area you're living in, but Hegwood, pardon me? I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey? Yeah. New Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. You're right over there next to the New York area then. Yes. Okay. To, we, 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 we might have somebody, oh, I might know somebody up in that way that can help you up that way. Uh, uh, let me let me give you our number, and you call us, call me back, and 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 I'll see. Okay. In Jersey area. Did you get our number? Um, I would need it again. <laughs> okay. Seven zero eight. Seven zero eight. Four four six. Four four six. Nine seven. Nine seven. Four five. Forty five. Okay. I do know somebody up that way that 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 are in deliverance in Jersey, 
and whatnot. But Hegwish has a have a a listing of people that are has been trained are in training, and 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 uh, uh, you know they are in different towns or whatever that helps people. But they they really want to know uh, who they're sending out to because we don't send. Uh, uh, men by themselves to pray with ladies and all that stuff, and ladies to pray for men. We want to make sure that everybody's protected and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we don't just send people to people's doorstep, you know. We want right. to make sure that they they know. So uh, 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 there are times when people are in different areas where you can get help. Or maybe sometimes when these workshops are going, uh, it's good to get in those meetings because the Lord used the word just pound those in a way and he break up stuff and people get stuff up out of their life that they had no clue was in there. Uh, right. Stuff was going on in their life through the word being breaking that stuff up and beating that stuff up and the Lord exposing stuff and getting it up out of their life. That's right. Because um, that's a big thing for me because right now I'm studying in the ministry to preach and that's a big wall for me. i I'm strong. Yeah, I want the, to learn, but I'm. Let me let me say this to you. Even if you were going in the right way, I mean, without all of these problems, you know, you need to be free. And yeah. before before you try to do anything else, you need to try to get you some get direction, get you some good godly direction, and whatnot. Get you some good godly direction, and whatnot, and then allow the Lord to really free you so you can get on the right direction and do the thing, do what, uh, 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 follow the Lord as he wants you to follow him. Yeah. Uh, 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 my dealing with people that has been hurt and wounded, they are misdirected and there's so many problems that are in there and they, they really need to be free. Uh, we all need to be free so we can really even serve the Lord or find out what we're supposed to be doing. I guarantee you that if you take time to get freedom that you need, you're going to be headed in a whole different direction than that which you're headed in now. Oh, my life took a, 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 a real turn. As I mentioned, I think, last week, if you repent and truly repent, you're gonna you're gonna have to take a look at everything that you've done, everything that you held dear, mm-hmm. and probably most of it, a uh, good part of it, you're gonna have to change if you're gonna get the help that you need. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I encourage anybody before they are moving on or whatever to get them some help, get some good divine direction, and allow the Lord to straighten their life out because you don't want to hurt nobody else and you don't want to end That's up right. in a bigger fest than what you need. That's right. That's right. Yes. So I'm, I'll get you, have your number. I'll give you a call um, okay. tomorrow. All right. All right. Thank you very much. God bless you for calling, sister. God bless you. you, you, you. You'll definitely be praying for you. Matter of fact, Father in heaven, we pray. For this sister about the fears, we pray, Father, as David prayed, he sought the Lord and he delivered him from all the fears. We pray, O oh God, that you'd set her on the road for freedom, Amen. that all the misdirection, all the wicked demons that are bringing deception in her life, all those wicked hurts and wounds, the destruction in her life, the waste places, the destruction, we pray that you would shut them down and, O oh God, the fears that you would deliver her and that you would just minister to her, that you would send angels to keep her in the way. 
and all of the wicked demons that would try to isolate her and destroy her and bring her down the wrong pathway, all the demons that already got on the wrong pathway, those things will be exposed and shut down. And, oh, God, please lead the sister. Lead her in that plain path and lead her out of all the things that the enemy has managed to bring into her life in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you very much. Amen. Good night. God bless you, sister. You're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Pastor James Mobley on. If you'd like to speak to him, the number is 917-889-2745. Also got a toll-free number. It's 877-806-2482. Let's go to our next caller, area code 404. You're on the air with Pastor James. Hi, man of God. It's me, Rosalind, again. I have my hey, cousin. Russell. I have my cousin, Jermaine. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. What happened was... Um, Last year, we experienced a lot of death. My two cousins, my mother, which was, one, mm-hmm. which, was, which was his mother, and my little cousin, and my mother, unfortunately. And then now, a friend of the family named Tommy, he's in the hospital, and he has liver conditions. They operated on him last week, and now there's a blood clot, and it's just too much to deal with, you know, the spirit of death and sicknesses. So we want to um, just ask him for prayer for Tommy, also for Jermaine, um, for deliverance in his life, and God of comfort and strength in him, help all of us to get through this time. Okay. Yes, indeed. Pastor James? Well, yes, sure. Uh, We'll definitely pray with your sister and pray for your family. Um, If there's a lot of chronic death and all kinds of stuff, sometimes it could be coming in through a curse uh, in the family. Yeah. If there's a lot there's of tragedies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I don't know whether they are deaf out of tragedies and stuff like that, but a lot of times those are things to look for. Also, there is a spirit of sorrow. Spirit of sorrow that are there to swallow people's up. Grieving and sorrow is a part of the healing process. But if it keep going too long, for instance, I was dealing with somebody some years ago. Uh, Years ago, and even a lady that's a part of our fellowship, she had had someone in her family died years ago. But when this thing come up, it was just like it just had happened. Continue grieving. The demons want to use those opportunities to keep us in bondage. See, mm-hmm. uh, after someone dies for a while, after a while, that's comfort and healing and restoration that come through tears and all that stuff is fine. You know, a lot of people say don't cry, but that's a part of the healing process. Mm-hmm. A lot of those tears to come out, but if it go too long, then you need to look for for deliverance because demons mm-hmm. will take take that opportunity to attack people. Matter of fact, anytime people that uh, in our church and others too, I know Hedwish and Agape and the branches or whatever lose someone in their family, they pray for the individuals against grief and sorrow because the enemy always use that opportunity to try to pounce on them with not just the, the, the normal process but cause them to be demonically driven and use that time to, to uh, drive them and harass them with sorrow also. Mm-hmm. So we need to be careful and watchful that, that, that uh, you know, the enemy don't come in and, and harass us and, in us during those times also. Another thing, as your family's, uh, family members are passing away, sometimes it's good to good to do. We do it all the time when someone gets sick or whatever or someone 
infection. We know that it's going to pass away or we, we, we just act a lot to block them anyway because a lot of times it's those curses and stuff is not blocked or broken. Those spirits just enter right on into another family member. Mm-hmm. Stuff that out of our mama, dad, or whoever they you know coming through that they 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 go right in the next individual that are open for that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's something to uh, bind up to. And that's the Lord to cover everybody with the blood and don't allow those things to, to those spirits to enter into another individual. But we're gonna pray, gracious Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Your word tells us that you're the Father of mercy and the God of all comfort. You know how to comfort all those that need comforted. We pray that the comfort of the Holy Spirit will go into every era and comfort them from all the griefs and all of the sorrow and all of the pain that they are going through, oh, God, with the loss of their loved one. Oh, God, we bind the principalities, powers, war rulers, spiritual weakness in high places, and we break the power of demonic grief, the curse of grief, the curse of sorrow, continuous sorrow over their life, the destruction that are tied into sorrow. And we pray, oh, God, that you would bring them out with a mighty stretched out hand, that you would lead them and guide them and minister to any need. I break the power of sorrow. I break the curse of sorrow. I I bind the strong man of sorrow and command you to loose them right now in Jesus' name. I rebuke that spirit of sorrow. I rebuke that gloom. I rebuke that heaviness. I rebuke all those spirits of grief. I rebuke destruction. I pray, O oh God, that you would show them and lead them in that plain and path, plain path. Father, I break the curse of destruction that maybe has been called down on this family, persecution and destruction that come through family curse. Anything, O oh God, that have opened the door for these things to torment them, we pray that they be closed. Father, we call on you and ask you to do this because of your grace and because of your mercy, because of your favor in their life, and lead them, O oh God, to the places where they can get the freedom and help that they need in Jesus Christ's name. Put up blocks, put angels in the way to keep them away from those paths that will minister destruction in their life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we also pray for Tommy, for total healing sure. and miracle? Well, I, I was praying for both of you guys at the same time. Is there something else that you need to pray for? We were, yeah, this we're is Jermaine. This is my for... cousin, but we we also interceding for Tommy, who's in the hospital. Now they also got to do another operation. We have to go back in him again and hit the blood clot. It, it, it's just too okay. much, you know. Okay, gracious Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we cry out to you for your grace and your mercy to be extended to Tommy. We bind every spirit of infirmity, sickness, diseases, we pray, O oh God, that you would allow the blood to cover him. We pray that every clog, blood clog that are in his body would, would just dissolve and break up. We bind those wicked spirits that would try to destroy him. We bind up death and destruction and all the stuff that are sent against Tommy. We pray that you reveal yourself to Tommy, O oh God. We pray that you would touch him and help him to call on you. For your words that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be delivered. Father, your word says that by the stripes of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we are here. We pray that healing, restoration, and restoration will go into his body. We pray that every demonic power will be shed all the way down and that you would bring Tommy out with a mighty stretched out hand and reveal yourself to him in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 
Amen. Thank you so much, men of God. Thank you. God bless you, sister. Thank you so much. Just, just, just Jane, man. Just, just uh, a month servant. That's all I am. That's all I can ever be. <laughs> God get the glory. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you so much for standing the gap for me and my family. Thank you. It was an honor. Thank you. You're listening to Omega Man Radio. Well, Pastor James, how are you looking for time tonight? Uh, I still got some time. Okay, uh, we got about thirty minutes in remaining. Would you like to? Well, we got a lot of people listening in live from around the world. Uh, would you like to do some deliverance prayer? Sure, we 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 would love to do some prayer for the people of God. Well, the microphone uh, is yours. As I mentioned, there are some things that are just critical we have found out over the years that must be taken care of to get the freedom that we need. Now, the quicker we can line up with God's word, the more freedom that I find that we we would get. It's hard to really uh, uh, do all the teaching that is needed. That's why it's good, if you can, to get to some of these meetings and get to some of these churches where you can really be taught because that's what Jesus did. He taught the people, then he did deliverance on them. So many times people just don't understand so many things, and I believe as I worked in these areas for many years and there have been just so many captives, I can't even begin to re- to begin to try to count the people that has been set free from all kinds of spirits and whatnot. And this is happening, uh, probably has happened, I, I, I probably over the last close to 30 years, I, I don't know whether there's hardly been probably any service that somebody hadn't come in and was getting free from a lot of bondage. And the more they learn and more they get taught, the more freedom they get. But anyway, if you can get to some of these fellowships that are really in deliverance, true deliverance, you can get some teaching and you can really get some help. But the first thing that one needs to take care of, that is, first of all, being born again. You need to be born again. If you're not born again, you're not going to get any help pretty much. And if you do get anything out, you're going to come right back with some more spirit or whatever. So uh, uh, you need to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. That is very easy to do. The Bible says if you come to the Lord, he will in no wise turn your way. I mean, John 1 and 12, he says, many have received him, then he give power to become the son of God. All you got to do is say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Will you come into my life and save me? And he'll come in. He won't turn your way. The word of God tells us that it's so simple that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9, that we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that the Father has raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. With the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confesseth unto salvation. If you don't understand that, drop on down, I believe, about verse 13. He makes it even more simple. That whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Joel 2.32 says, whosoever call on the name of the Lord will be delivered. I'll say. So you, you need to ask Christ in your heart as as Lord and Savior now if you want to take part. While you're doing that, you know, there ain't nobody else business between you and the Lord. Just ask him in your heart. But let's say, like the lady that has been hurt and wounded, as most of us has been in one area of our life or another, because everybody has been misused to hurt. If you're not careful, some in school by people's teasing them, maybe mom and dad hurt one another, or hurt their children by saying things or whatever, 
it's just something that happens. Many times people don't mean to hurt one another, but they do. And they develop that unforgiveness, the whole unforgiveness. You've got to forgive. You've got to be willing to forgive. Forgiveness is a thing that that we've got to take care of. For instance, a lot of people really don't know how to forgive. For instance, one of the ladies that mentioned had been in the wrong church for 50 years, and she recognized that she was down sick on over 50-some years, I believe it was. And uh, she was down sick, uh, uh, really sick, and she recognized she had been in the wrong church and not really serving the Lord for 50 years almost. And, and uh, I sat her down because she had a lot of bitterness in her life, and I told her, I said, you need to forgive those people that have hurt you and disappointed you. A lot of people that misused it. And after 50 years in church, she told me, I don't know how. Now, every believer that are born again needs to know how to forgive. Forgiveness is a thing of the weird. You don't have to feel like forgiveness, but you need to forgive. All you got to do is say, Lord, I forgive those people that have hurt me and disappointed me. If you remember who they are, you know, just tell the Lord quietly while we're speaking here, Lord, I forgive Everybody that hurt me or disappointed me, if they're living, ask God to bless them. Uh, it don't matter what they've done, how bad they've hurt you. You 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 got to forgive them so that you, the healing process can stop. Matthew eighteen twenty one through thirty five tells us that if we don't forgive, the Lord Himself turns us back over to the torment. A lot of torment spirits enter in, authorizing and cancer and whatnot. Those are some of the first things that we go after when we're dealing with unforgiveness, well, with cancers and all that stuff and diseases and stuff is unforgiveness because it brings in a lot of torment and, and whatnot. So you need to forgive. The next era is, uh, uh, he talks about, Paul talks about in Second Corinthians 2, 9 through 11, if we don't forgive the enemy, we'll get advantage of our, over us. And we don't need this enemy that is there for nothing but to steal, kill, and destroy uh, uh, to um uh, uh, have an advantage in our life. Uh, if you want to do that, all you got to do is say, Lord, I, I, I just recognize this is sin and I ask for forgiveness and I forgive all that have hurt and disappointed us, uh, disappointed you. Next area is the occult. There are a lot of things that happen when people, or well, a lot of bondage people are dabbing into today. The occult. There are uh, there's so many things, and that, that list has gotten so far, I really don't have time to really point out all the things that uh, is written in the occult. A lot of people are going to see Dungeon and Dragon. You need to pray about that stuff if you don't really know and whatnot, but those things are written in the occult and all that stuff, and you need to stay away from that stuff. If you've been playing around with it, confessing sin and all that stuff, as the Bible talks about in the book of Acts there, when they went and they burnt the occult books and all that stuff and whatnot, and the Lord moved mightily in their lives bringing liberation and freedom and whatnot. But uh, the occult, such as uh, 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 water witching, weedy board, table tipping, crystal balls, uh, pottery card, building a fortune teller, all these things are in the occult. Uh, 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 fortune teller, uh, sign of the zodiac and, 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 and um, uh, clairvoyance and, you know, handwriting analysis, reading horoscopes. And you, a lot of people don't really feel that that's a problem. But, see, you're seeking information apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. They're trying to tell you what your future is going to be. 
and that is in the occult. Those things need to be dealt with. Anybody that has played around with them or their family that has played around in the occult, the Bible says that those iniquities will be visited in the bosom of their children to the third and fourth generation after them. And that stuff needs to be confessed. Yes, the Father, I confess everything I know and everything I don't know to the Lord uh, that I've touched in the occult. There are a lot of occult things out there. But if you just kind of group them up now for time's sake, because we don't have a lot of time to go through all of them and, and whatnot, and we pray the Lord will be gracious and merciful to get you on the road to start getting some help that you really need. But later maybe you can look into those things or maybe get some of the books or whatever and read about all the stuff that is written in the accursed object that you have in your household. We've had people to to come for freedom, and they, they really couldn't get the help that they need because of cursed things in their house. I remember uh, some years ago we had this lady uh, uh, she called me up. This lady called me up, and her husband, from what I understand, they say was into witchcraft. He had died in a bad truck accident, and they called me, and I was to meet with this lady to pray for her to get her some help. Well, she was kind of a heavy lady, and and when they spoke to brother that day, they called me up and say, "Listen, this this lady is just like." You know, she shut down, said, we can't get her to do nothing. We can't carry her. We can't really even get her clothes on. Said, will you really come to the house because we can't handle her. We can't pick her up. We can't do anything to get her help. Well, when I set up a date and went to pray for her, some other ladies with me there, I went to pray for the lady. I got to the house. She looked at almost moved uh, rather like a zombie or something. I have never seen so many images in one house in my life. Well, I I told her, I showed in the scripture that the Bible talks about the cursed thing will bring a curse upon you and your household and your family. And she had to renounce that stuff and confess that sin. And I, 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 I left that day. She got a little help. She got a little bit. Well, the next week, well, she got enough out of that service, out of that session to be able to move and go. Now, this lady had been stuck up in the house for three years with phobias and stuff, and she hadn't even been outside. That's how bad this stuff was. Well, when they brought her out to the church, we prayed for her that day, that lady got so much freedom until when she walked out of that place, she was no longer stuck in that house. The Lord freed her, so she was going. The last time I talked to her, Anybody that knows her that's been some years ago, she are still going. But those a cup thing had her so bound up and so wrapped up until she was like a zombie and had been in a house afraid to leave and couldn't go out of the house. I think it was two, maybe almost three years. Wow. That's how much bondage can come with that stuff. So you need to confess any contact with your cut stuff and also, also, uh, uh, at the Lord to show you. For instance, years ago, almost 30 years ago, almost probably almost 30 years ago, we had some little things in our house, little images and stuff, you know, like they look pretty, little things around. And the Lord began to deal with me about that stuff. And I got up one Saturday night and, and, and got every piece and 
they started breaking them, but they're keeping up too much noise late at night. It's going to wake everybody up. I just put them out. And I got tired that night. I told the Lord, I said, I'll get the rest of them later. Well, I went to church that morning, and I never sensed so much freedom to preach. I, I just sensed so much freedom to preach and minister. Well, I, I had promised the Lord I was going to get the rest of it out and look around, you know, because things come in. And I, I, I didn't really diligently do it until the bondage began to hit me again, and then I got up and went got the rest of it. But that stuff brings curses in your house, other way to call down evil on you and your household, and that stuff needs to be dealt with. We don't have time to go through that, but just renounce it right now, and if, if, if you pray about it and seek the scriptures out, and you can get the help. Now, I'm going to begin to pray over you guys that won't pray out and whatnot. If you've done what uh, we ask you to do, you're beginning to get on the right road to get help. Now, I'm just going to pray over you guys. I'm going to I'm bound the strong man at the way said we should do and, and, and things and that's a lot to protect to protect and block the enemy from hurting and causing any harm. If you're driving or whatever, pull over. Uh, uh don't take part if you don't want to stop driving, you know, because we don't want anybody to, you know, start manifesting or whatever. We want you to be safe and whatnot and be be wise. Father in heaven in Jesus' name, I pray and confess any sins of the ancestors back to 50 generations on both sides of their families. We break any curse, as your word says in the book of Leviticus 26. Father, we confess those ancestors' sins and, 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 and their sins, and we break all the curses off of them. We bind the strong man over each and every individual and any every individual that are seeking help. And we pray for sufficient angels to cover them, to fight for them and battle them. We call for the Lord Jesus Christ, the angel of your presence, to go there with them, to protect them. We pray for walls of fire, clouds of clouds, uh, 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 to stand between the demons and the Shekinah glory, the light of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that angel that followed Israel when they was being brought out of bondage, as your word says. Right now, I bind the strong man in every individual. And I just attack every one of you spirits by the authority that the Lord Jesus Christ has given us. In Jesus' name, I just come against every wicked spirit of fear and command you to come out of that, come out of God's people. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. The word of God says that men, women, boys, and girls' hearts will fail them for the fear of things that are coming up on the earth. They see all the disaster. They see all the things. They see the economy going down the drain, seems like. And people are afraid they're going to lose their houses, lose their jobs. All those fears come out of there. Fear of losing everything. Come on up out of there. All the fear, get up and out of God's people. Fear of losing everything. Fear of losing children. Fear of losing husbands and wives. Come on up out of there. Fear of losing houses land. Come on up out of there. Fear of being tormented by the demons. Fear of all kinds. Fear of man that brings a snap. All the fear, ungodly fear of leaders. Come on up out of there. All that fear, come on up out of it. All the ungodly fear of God, come on up out of it. All that torment fear, come on up out of it. Every spirit of fear, come on up out of it. Fear, I rebuke you. All those spirits of anxiety and fear come out of God's people right now. According to God's word, the word of God says he give us power to tread up on serpents, scorpions, over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind every spirit of fear and command every fear spirit to break up and come all the way out of God's children right now in Jesus' name. Come on, come on, fear. All those spirits of fear, come on out of that. Fear and the torment that come in with them. You must go, fear. Come out in Jesus' name. 
The word of God said, These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they cast out devils. Spirit of fear, come out of there. The ruler of fear, we break your power in Jesus' name. The prince of fear, come on out of there. The curse of fear, get up and get out of God's people. All the fear that came in to curse it. Every spirit of worry that are tied into fear, get up and get out of there. Anxiety, dread, no, disquieted, all those fears, apprehension, alarm, nervousness, come on up out of there. Timothy, dismay, come on up out of there. No, despondent, come on up out of there. Terror, come on up out of there. No, scare, panic, flattery, come on up out of there. Boogeyman, fear of the boogeyman that come into children. People are frightening their children with fear of boogeyman. Creepy, shaking, come on up out of there. All those spirits that make people feel creepy. Get up out of there, shaking, come on up out of there. Shaking, come on up out of there. Heart shrinking, come on up out of there. Cold sweat, get up out of there. Squiggling, come on up out of there. Torment, frightened, get up out of there in Jesus' name. Heart failure, come on up out of there. Sudden fear, come out in Jesus' name. Hallucinating fear, nightmare fear, get up out of there. Move, fear of the fear of the bondage of fear, come on up out of there. Fear and torment, come on up out of there. Hallucinating fear, come on up out of there. Fearfulness, come on up out of there. Frightening, heart shaking fear, come out in Jesus' name. Self bondage, come on up out of there. Spirit of bondage, come on about that. Bondage to fear, come on about that. Always afraid, little fear, come on about that. All that fear of preachers, fear of leaders, fear of all kinds, torment fear, cold sweat, all the fear of man that brings the snare, all the people that are afraid, special leaders, that leaders got them afraid of them. In Jesus' name, I rebuke and break that, 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 that snare. Get up and get out of there. Spirit of excuses, come on about that. Excuse making. Fear of failure. Come on about it. Fear I'm going to fail. Move, move, move. Fear of discouragement. Fear of confronting folks. Fear of being confronted. Come on about it. Fear of the future. Come on about it. Let's go in Jesus' name. Move, move. Let's go, fear. Excuse making. Come on about it. Mistrust. Come on about it. Indignation. Come on about it. Doubt. Come out of there. Move. Mind control. Fear. Witchcraft that's tied into fear. Come on about it. Fear of demons. All that fear of demons, come on about that. In Jesus' name, all fear of deliverance, come on about it. No, fear of backlash, fear of cursing, come on about it. No, no, fear of the demons when they manifest. Fear of the Pope, no, fear of confession, come on about that. Fear of voodoo, fear of witchcraft, come on about that. Fear that man going to be able to curse and get about it. All that fear, come on about that. All that fear, no, 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 rebellion through fear, come on about that. No, fear and anger. God and unbelief that tied into fear. Move, move. Fear of witnesses about the Lord. Fear of loss of salvation. Come on about that. Move. All those demons that got people tormented and tormenting people that they're going to hell once they're born again. Fear of loss of salvation. Fear with rebellion. Fear with wrath. Come on about that. Fear of failing God. All those ungodly spirits of fear of failing God. Fear of authority. Fear of women. Fear of children. Come on about that. Fear of people. Come on about that. Fear of going outside, come on about it. Fear men, get up out of there in Jesus' name. Fear crowds, fear black people, fear white people, come on about it. All those phobic spirits, come on about it. Fear of losing parents, fear of losing grandparents, come on about that. Fear of loss in children, all those demons that are tormenting God's people about losing their children, losing their husband, losing their wife, come on about that. Move, move, move. Fear of giving and receiving love, get up out of there in Jesus' name. All those spirits of fear of rejection. Fear that everybody going to reject them. Come on up out of there right now. Fear of abandonment. Come on up out of there. Move. Fear of unbelievers. 
fear of losing husband. Come on, everybody. Move, 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 move. move. Up and out. Fear of being alone. Fear of crying. Move, move, move. Get up out of there. Fear of drowning. People that have thought they were going to drown and had a fear of drowning. Come on, everybody. Fear of poverty. Come on, everybody. Fear of cats. Come on, everybody. Fear of black, black cats crossing the road. All that cut stuff. Get up out of there. Fear of failure. Come on, everybody. Fear of falling. Come on, everybody. Fear of height. Come on, everybody. Fear of change letters. All that fear. Come on, everybody. Fear of water. Come on, everybody. Fear of insects. Fear of dogs. Fear of being raped again. All those fears. Come on, everybody. Move, move, move. Fear of game. Come on, everybody. Fear of snakes. Fear of darkness. Come on, everybody. Fear of closed places. Come on, everybody. Fear of unemployment. Come on, everybody. Let's go. Fear of dying. All those fear of dying, as the word of God said, those that are subject to bondage all their lifetime, the fear of death. Come on, everybody. Fear of death. Fear of rape. Fear of doctors. Come on, everybody. Fear of surgery. All those spirits of anger, too, come on up out of there. Anger, wrath, anger, temper, murder, contempt, and fighting. All those spirits of strife that keep the believers fussing and fighting and striking. Get up out of there right now. The tail battle spirit, destruction spirit, malice, fits. Come on up out of there. Bitterness. Come on up out of there. Jealousy, pride, envy. Come on up out of there. Rooted in that strife. The word of God said, only by pride comes contention. Come on up out of there. All that strife and contention. All that resentment. Come on up out of there. No child abuse. Come on about it. Unforgiveness. Come on about it. Seize and anger. Come on up. Divorce. Come on. The curse of divorce. Get up out of there. Rage. Come on about it. Righteous indignation. Vengeance. Come on about it. Spirit of loneliness. Come on about it. All of that loneliness in God's people. Get up and get up out of their lives right now. Lonely. Broken heart. Wounded spirit. Bruised emotion. Come on about it. No. 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 All those spirits are murmuring and complaining that uh, attack the children of Israel. When they was coming out of Egypt, come on about it. Mourning and complaining, come on about it. Move, hatred, come on about it right now. Move, backbiting spirit, bitterness, worry, anger, come on about it. All those spirits, come on about it. All that are allergies, come on about it. Spirits of allergy, I break that yoke and command you to get up out of there. Ahab and Jezebel spirit, come on about it. All that com- com- compassion, no, no compassion, come on about it. That comes with Ahab, no, come on about it. A fear of confrontation, fear of Jezebel, all the men that are afraid of the women, they're afraid of, to stand up and rule their house like God wanted them to rule it. Come on up out of there. All the anti-submission in the wives. Come on up out of there. Fear of responsibility. Come on up out of there. All that fear of responsibility that comes through Ahab's spirit. Move. Destruction of the family priesthood. Move. Victim. The demons that always make the men feel like they're a victim. Come on up out of there. No good. Come on up out of there. All those spirits of Jezebel, one preacher, rebellion, rebellion to God, witchcraft, mind control, all those spirits come out. Move, 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 move. Female dominances, witchcraft control, they come in through Jezebel. Come on about it. All those Jezebel and Ahab spirits, come on about it. Female, female dominances, come on about it. Rebellious to authority, come on about it. Control through silence, bedroom blackmail, come on about it. Move, move, they come through Jezebel, come on about it. Come out of that bedroom, just, uh, bedroom blackmail, come on about it. Move. Childish self-will, come on up out of there. Move, 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 self-interest, hidden jealousy. Move, me first, come on up out of there. Extreme selfishness, come on up out of there. Childishness, come on up out of there. Move, all those rest of development spirits, come out of there too. Unforgiveness, come on up out of there. Move, stubborn to refuse to forgive, come on up out of there. Move, all the pride, come on up out of there. That's rooted in Jezebel, come on up out of there. Strife, come on up out of there. Contention, suspicion, move, move, all that stuff, false accusation. Move. Accuse the other brethren that come through Ahab and Jezebel. Retaliation. Come on up out of there. Bickering. 
Mollery, come on up out of there. Move. Imagine hurt, come on up out of there. Move. Manipulation, come on up out of there. All those spirits, come on up out of there. Move, move, move. All the spirits of delusion, spiritual deception, move, move. Resisting the Holy Spirit, come out of there in Jesus' name. Every spirit of, of, of witchcraft, all the religious spirits, come on up out of there. All those demons that worked on the religious spirit, witchcraft control, all the controls that come through ungodly leaders, false leaders and stuff like that. All those demons that call them, they got to be in control of everybody's life. All those spirits of manipulation and control that come through the church, the witchcraft, the manipulation, come on up out of there. Deception, heresy, come on up out of there. Le uh, idolatry, blaspheming, move, legalism, come on up out of there. All those spirits of legalism, legalism bring people back under the law. Once they're born again, manipulate them back under the law. R uh, religious bondage, spiritual blindness, self-righteous spirit, come on up out of there. Move, spirit of the scribes and Pharisees, come on up out of there. Extremism, religious slavery, all those spirits of slavery that got people under religious slave. Come on up out of there. All the spirits that come through slavery that now operate in the church. Come on up out of there. Charismatic witchcraft. Come on up out of there. All that charismatic witchcraft. Come out in Jesus' name. Move. Religious pride. Come out in Jesus' name. You defeated and must go. Move. 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 Come out of there. Move. Move. Line. Sweet Jesus. False teaching. Dead works. Come out of there. Selfishness. Come on. Another Jesus. Come on up out of there. Compromise. All those demons that call God people are always to compromise. Move. Move. Up out of there. Prosperity teaching. Move. All the false prosperity teaching. Come on up out of there. Move. 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 All those spirits. Come on up out of there. Move. Error. Real God. False prosperity. Come on up out of there. Move. God kind of faith. Get up out of there. All that God kind of faith. Come on up out of there. Move. Up and out of there. Move. Move. Let's go. False love, come on up out of there. Lust for ambition, authority, come on up out of there. Lust for, for position, power, control, move in religious matters. Come on up, false discernment, come on up out of there. False ministry, come on up out of there. False gifts, false prophecy, false revelation, false peace, come on up out of there. False tongues, all that stuff, come on up out of there. Father, I pray that you send angels down there and destroy the false tongue and fill everyone up with the real, real genuine. False word of wisdom. Religious domination, come on up out of there. Psychic prayers, come on up out of there right now in Jesus' name. Self-serving, come on up out of there. Father, I pray that you drive everyone out in Jesus' name. No love, robbing God's people in Jesus' name. Covetous, all those spirits that, that, that just covetous spirit, one a little moment, all that stuff, come out of the leaders, come out of God's people too. Selfishness, move, coldness, cheat, move, move, impatience, hatred of truth, come out in Jesus' name. No compassion. Come on up out of there. Move. Move. Confusion. Judgment. Come on up out of there. All the Babylonian spirits. Come on up out of there. Baal worship. Come out of there. Move. Black witchcraft. Move. 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 Up and out right now. All those spirits of fear of the leaders. Come on up out of there in Jesus' name. All those Babylonian spirits. Pride and all the stuff that really up. Self-exaltation. Come on up out of there. Move. 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 All those spirits. By Jesus, come on up out of there. Move all those demons that, that teach people and make them feel that they some great one, always lifting up self. In the name of Jesus Christ, all those times, all that bondage, we break in Jesus' name. Move, move, move. Get up out of there in Jesus' name. Come all the way out in Jesus Christ's name. You're defeated and must go. All those spirits of arrest and develop, they won't let the men grow up and be developed into the men, gotten the men that they did. They act like little children, all the women. A block that act like little, little immature children. Come on up out of there. 
Let's go grown men and women, but act like immature children. Come on up out of there. Come out in Jesus' name. Spar back. Got to have my way. Kicking the stream when I don't get my way. Come on up out of there. All that arrested development. Move. Control thoughts. Come on up out of there. Crime. Move. Move. Temper tantrum. Not responsible. Move. 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 Up and out. Move. For all those wicked deals that, that even when they get married, can't act like uh, mature men and women. Come on up out of there. Move. 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 No response. Not responsible. Come on up out of there. Move. Move. Get up and get out of there. Get up and get out of God's people. Every hex, every vex, every spell, every jig, every psychopath that's been put on people, I break them. Everybody that's praying for God's people the wrong way and demons are trying to carry out those wicked prayers, I break those powers and command you demons to let them go right now. Let them go in Jesus' name. Every wicked demon come out right now. All those spirits of burden, come on up out of there. Every heavy burden, come out of there. Every spirit of grief, broken heart, come out of there. Father, I pray that every yoke be broken. Get out of God's people. According to Luke 10, 19, I have a father that's tread upon serpent, scorpion, over all of the powers of the air, and nothing will hurt us. Get up and get out of God's people. The word of God says, these signs followed in that believe in my name. They cast out devils, and I cast out every demon that I call out in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you send ministering angels, according to Hebrews 1, 14, and minister your children, Father, and drive these enemies out. Send that angel, Father, just as Abraham was crying out for Lot, Father, and asking interceding for Lot. We send, ask you to send the angel of your presence there to bring Lot all the way out. We pray that the bomb of Gilead be loosed in the heart of all those that have been hurt and wounded. That's the lady that said she had been abused as a young lady, as a young child. We cut off all those wicked spirits of abuse, the victim of abuse. We cut off all the spirits of rape. Every spirit of rape, get up and out of there. All those rapist spirits, come on up out of there. All the demons that draw people, took people to rape, rape them, come on up out of there. All the victim of rape, come on up out of there. Every rape spirit, every victim of rape, get up and get out of God's people. Move, rapist spirit, come on up out of there. All the lust spirit, adultery, fornication, immorality, come out in Jesus' name. All the bestiality, we break those curses. We break all the curses that come with those spirits and command you to go up and out of God's people. Get up and out of them right now. Every one of your spirits come all the way out. You're defeated by the blood. All those adultery spirits, the incest spirit, homosexual spirit, come on about a lesbian spirit, come out of God's people right now. All those people that want to be free, call on the Lord in your mind, people. The Lord promises whosoever shall call on the Lord will, 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 will be delivered. Every wicked spirit, come on up out of there. Lust, come on up out of there. Lust, eyes full of adultery, come on up out of there. Adultery spirit, come on up out of there. All those eyes full of adultery that come through the false leaders, come on up out of there. Every spirit of victim of lust, come on up out of there. Move. All those ungodly soul ties with people that are tied up in lust. I rebuke and break those soul ties in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Come out of there. All the ungodly soul ties, all the fragmented pieces of the soul, we break those curses. We break those powers of the ungodly soul ties. That David cried out, Father, I restore the soul. Father, restore every soul in Jesus' name. Every wound that comes through a listen sex. Come on up out of there. Wound and dishonor that get from the men get. Come on up out of there. We call the souls of the men that have been participated with hollers. We call their souls up out of there in Jesus' name. Their souls go down to the path of death. We break the curse of death. Come on up out of there. Death and destruction come out of God's people. Every spirit of death come out of there. Every spirit of trouble, come on up out of there. Every heavy burden, come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus Christ's name. You defeat it by the blood and by the power of the uh, Father that is in Jesus' name. Jesus died on the cross and was raised again and commanded you to come out because of his death, burial, resurrection, in the name of Jesus Christ. Get up out of there. 
Get up out of there in Jesus' name. The Lord's hand is not shown so that he can deliver, cannot deliver. I rebuke every one of those spirits. Come all the way out. Come all the way out. All those spirits are begging. Come on up out of there. Hard hearted and stiff necked. Come on up out of there. My way or no way. Come on up out of there. Let's go in Jesus' name. Unforgiveness, retaliation. Come on up. Extreme jealousy, malice, hatred. Come on up out of there. Move, move. Strife and contention. All the people that are in church that keep up strife and contention are in churches where they keep it up. I rebuke that spirit. I command those spirits up and out of God's people. Move, move, move. All those that are hanging around leaders and people that are angry, the Bible says make no friendship with an angry man let you run his way. All that anger that are transferred out of men, women, boys, and girls, and leaders, and all that stuff, come out of there right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, all the contention and strife, come on up out of there. Move, move. All the bitterness, resentment, hatred, murder, evil memory recall, come out in Jesus' name. All those spirits of madness, mental rage, come up out of there. All those spirits of madness, come on up out of there. All that destruction that comes because God people have went to with the churches and followed leaders that that uh, 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 has went down the wrong path or going down the wrong path. I would break that. I, I rebuke those curses of destruction. Every spirit of destruction that have entered into God's people, I break your power and command you to get up out of there. All those wicked spirits that have ripped God's people off from their from their finances, I break those curses. I command all those spirits of victim. All those there that allow God's people, that manipulate them to be ripped out in Jesus' name, find all that money, take all that treasures in Jesus' name. All the beasts of the field that have robbed God's people, that have destroyed them, I rebuke you and command you to get up and get out of God's people right now. That bondage are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Father, shut those things down. I confess every sin, every iniquity, every transgression. And I'm sure those that won't help, they agree with me, Father, now drive these wicked spirits out. In the name of Jesus Christ, loosen God, people. All the stubbornness, pride, get up out of there. All that self-will just going to go that way even when the scripture is pointing out they're going the wrong way. Self-will spirit, come on up out of there. All that cutting tongue, always fussing, fighting, come on up out of there. Always fussing, fighting, get up out of there. Move, move. All those deals of hatred that enter into individuals that hate their brother, the Bible says they're blinded and they don't know what they're strong at. All that hatred that come in through unforgiveness, come on up out of there. All those spirits of flattery, all the spirits of flattery, flattering leaders, flattering folks, get up out of there in Jesus' name. All that flattery, come out of there. All of the death and destruction that are coming into people's lives because they're flattering folks, get up out of there. Move, move, move. All those spirits of flattery, the word of God talks about, the flattery will be cut off. The flattery will be destroyed. It'll affect their household, it'll affect their children. In Jesus' name, Father, drive out every spirit of flattery, causing people uh, uh, uh uh, 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 more than what they really are. Come on up out of there. I rebuke that spirit of flattery. Come on up out of there. Let's go. Idolatry. Come on up out of there. That have made these folks idols, made leaders idols, really worshiping leaders. Get up out of there. I break that curse of idolatry. They talk about leaders more than they talk about God. I rebuke those spirits of idolatry where people have made, made leaders that God uh, exalted them. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. All the idolatry that have come through there, all the destruction. Self-destruction, sorrow, come on about that. Suspicion, come on about that. Passivity, come on about that. Passivity of the mind, come on about that. All those wicked demons that have come through the wrong music, the wrong beat in the church, come on about that. All those wicked spirits that come through the music, I rebuke you and break your power. Father, I ask you to drive those things out. Bring freedom and liberation to your children in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's go, Orion, come on about that. Spirit of pride, Leviathan. Father, I pray that you make Leviathan 
make supplication to you that you pull the hide all the way off Leviathan, the skin, the, the all those all those scales that are tied up that the Holy Spirit can't move in the church because of pride and the life and the leaders and whatnot. They're stiff they're stiff necked and whatnot. The flesh that is so so strong or uh, uh, tied together so that they cannot move. I pray that you beat that flesh, Father, where it will never be hardened again in the name of Jesus Christ, that you that you cut that stuff out. We pray that 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 Leviathan will come and make supplication to you in Jesus' name, that humble, that he's humble himself, that you're drawing out and feeding to the munchers in Jesus Christ's name. All that pride, the king over all those that are pride, those that are lifting up themselves, preachers are shining light before them, making sure that everybody thinks that they're the great one, all that Leviathan spirit that's rolling, those spirits that are always trying to pretend that they're more than what they are, that pride, all that pride that are rolling in the church, move through false prophecy, through false miracles and false gifts. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. Get up out of there. All that pride in Leviathan, all that wrath that tied up in Leviathan, all that wrath, I rebuke you. The word of God says, a fool's wrath is present and known. No, I break that wrath. I command all the spirits of wrath, victim of wrath that come through. In the name of Jesus Christ, we cut your power and command you to go. Father, I pray that angels go in and just drive all the stuff that need to come out of God's people tonight in Jesus Christ's name. We thank you. Father, we ask you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ to pour out your grace. Father, your word says, if I, by the finger of God, chastise devils, no doubt the kingdom of God comes in. Father, your word says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but your peace righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray that the kingdom of God go into every place where the evil spirit has left from in Jesus Christ's name. I bind up any remaining spirits. I bind demons from manifesting, communicating in any kind of way. I pray that those demons will be shut all the way down and isolated, put wall of fire between them. As you said, Zacharias, I believe in wall of fire. You'd be a wall of fire for your people between the enemies. Put wall of fire between every wicked demon. Father, I pray that you fight for your children till the snare is broken and their soul escape like the bird out of the snare. Father, I pray that every wicked demon that are Still they are trying to hurt or trying to harm or trying to come against God's people. They're trying to enter back into them. Let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord chase, persecute, rain, snare, fire, brimstone on those demons. Shut them all the way down so they cannot interfere with the lives of God's people. I bind up every wicked spirit, and I pray that the kingdom of God go in. As Jesus said, if I by the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God comes in. Draw peace right into the Holy Spirit. Let that kingdom, Father, be up to 11. Don't let it stop until everything is 11. Father, I bind up all backlash, and I pray your blessing upon God's people. Minister to every need in Jesus' name. Anybody that's still listening, uh, as Shannon has mentioned earlier, there will be a conference for the men, the leaders, uh, off the preachers, also for the leaders of the household, uh, uh they are usually really good services, and I'm sure that if you can get there, you can begin to get yourself some freedom so that you can be the man that God wants you to be and go back and minister to your families and help them get on track so that you can follow Jesus Christ there. Uh, usually a lot of men come, and they get some really good help during these meetings. I urge you, if you can get there, 
It's going to be held at Hegwich Baptist Church uh, 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 in Highland, Indiana there. Shannon has given the uh, information about how to look it up and whatnot. But I urge you to get there and see if you can get some more help. Uh, and your latest, you guys, uh, uh, if you can get to some service, this this will be only for the men. But some of the service, I'll get to someone that can minister to you. It, it will be a great help to you. God bless you, and I hope you got some freedom tonight. And if you didn't get the get the freedom that you need, just keep calling on the Lord. He will He will get you the help that you need. Praise the Lord. Yes, indeed. And you've been listening to uh, Pastor James Mobley on Omega Man Radio tonight. Pastor James, um, for those tuning in late, give out your contact information again, please, how they can get a hold of you, um, find your church, and, of course, support your ministry. Okay. The name of the church is called Out Assembly Church. We meet at 1370 West North Avenue, Melrose Park, Illinois, 60160. Uh, our service time is Sunday morning at 11 o'clock and 2 to that 7. We do deliverance in every service. And our phone number there is 708-446-9745. Praise the Lord. Brother, it has been an honor and a pleasure, as always, to have you on tonight. That was a true word from the Lord. And uh, we appreciate that. We need teaching like this. We need the meat of the word. And so I always look forward to your programs and, of course, the prayer. And uh, we hope to see you back next week. And, folks, um, if you are in the area, we're going to have a men's deliverance conference for all you gentlemen out there. Uh, You'll be able to uh, meet uh, Pastor Mobley in person. Uh, Pastor James, what day will you be preaching at the conference? Uh, I believe it's Friday. I I, I think it's Friday night. But this is something that I, you know, I don't really – Watch those flowers too much. I should have, should have, I should know, but I intend to be ready when, when my name Amen. is called. Amen. You're instant in season. I, 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 Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God bless you, Pastor James. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. Praise the Lord. Folks, that was Pastor James Mobley. Uh, what an honor and a pleasure to have him on. And uh, I would encourage you to get a hold of his ministry, support his ministry. And if you're in the Chicago area, you definitely want to go out and worship with them in person. So we want to thank him for calling in tonight and um, want to, again, remind everyone that um, there will be a Hegwish conference this weekend. Uh, it actually starts tomorrow, pardon me, Thursday, um, 7 p.m., and it's going to run through Sunday. And so um, all the men are invited out there. And then, of course, several times throughout the year, they have a family workshop where you know men, women, children are all invited. That was the first time that I attended Hegwish. I came to uh, the conference last year. It was Hegwish Conference number 92. And it's just a great time in the Lord. So look forward maybe to meeting some of you out there that have been tuning into the program for some time. And um, if you want more information on that, go to hbcdelivers.org. Well, as always, um, we've enjoyed being with you tonight. All these programs are available for free download. You can get them at iTunes or go over to blogtalkradio.com slash omegamanradio.rss. We have about 200-plus shows up there now. And um, because tomorrow uh, is the start of a conference, I'm going to be playing a pre-recorded program, um, one that you've not heard before. And then, of course, uh, we're going to have Pastor Michael Thier um, on Friday night. Uh, we'll have a pre-recorded show for him, too, because, again, we're going to have the conference the next couple of days. But we're going to have new content for you every day this week. 
And then, of course, we'll be back on the regular schedule next week. And Lord willing, I'm going to be starting a second show. And we're going to be doing um, an additional show in the evenings at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. So just keep me uplifted in prayer there. And um, remember to um, check out our official website, Omega Man Radio. On Facebook, you can get me at Omega Man Radio. That's my call sign. Of course, my email is Shannon, S-H-A-N-N-O-N, at OmegaManRadio.com. God bless you. And, uh, folks, I'll see you uh, tomorrow night on the radio and some of you at the conference. Take care now. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio. Oh.